Indy, over here. Indiana Jones, at your service, Toad. Ah! <laughs> Indiana Jones and other action figures, new from Raiders of the Lost Ark Collection, each sold separately. Watch him, Kyber, swordsman. Yeah, watch my swing. Nice! All downhill from here, swordsman. You'll be sorry, Jones. Tricky again, Toad. Indiana Jones, Toad, and Cairo swordsman action figures, each sold separately from Raiders of the Lost Ark Collection, new from Kenner. Will you get on with it? Okay, okay. Welcome to Galaxy of Toys podcast, a discussion about Star Wars and Indiana Jones toys. Yeah! You're listening to episode number 106. My name is Jason. Joining me tonight from Bendems to the Black series, Vintage to Modern, Raiders to the Crystal Skull. He collects them all, our good friend Ryan. Hey, I'm, I'm excited about Indiana Jones. That is, I've been all in on that uh, line forever. So uh, that's, that's just cool stuff. I'm looking forward to everything from that. Yes. Also joining us tonight from This Week in Star Wars, the original, Matt Fox. Hello, Matt. Hey, everybody. How we doing? We all uh, recovered from uh, ASCON. <laughs> <laughs> We're all jet lagged, you know, travel. <laughs> Emperor's Royal Guard Collector Extraordinaire, Chris Moorhead. Hello, Chris. It belongs in a podcast. <laughs> Chris, you actually got a Royal Guard announcement, too. That was amazing. Yeah, Hasbro, you know, grabbed victory from the Jaws of Defeat this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. And last but not least, from, from Forlomp to Zuckus.com, Jake Stevens. Hello, Jake. Listen. I was able to get my pre-order in for Serpentor, and I'm now waiting to talk about it on our G.I. Joe podcast. Battlefield of Toys. There you go. Coming I mean, soon, or not. I don't know when it's coming. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't forgotten about it. I get messages occasionally about it. I haven't forgot. Um, okay. All right, and that's it tonight. Just, Just us. No special guests tonight. Tom doesn't like to talk modern anymore. No. So, and, uh, He's just a stick in the mud. <laughs> yeah. So, here we go. Let's start out, like always. Ryan, what have you picked up recently? Oh, man, I can actually go, like, real recently, because I picked up some stuff this morning. <laughs> um, I went to Target, and I found a whole bunch of new stuff out. Not just the Target exclusives, but... Uh, the mission series uh, spaceship formerly known as Slave One that actually says Fire Spray now on the packaging. Um, I got that uh, higher-end Lola thing, the one-to-one scale interactive Lola. I'm checking that out still. I'm still not sure if it's worth it. But um, And then I've gotten like the droids. Black Series Boba Fett showed up in the mail. A um, bunch of vintage stuff. Uh, Morak Fett. Uh, Death Star Gunner and Stormtroopers from Walmart. Uh, I'm sure, there's other stuff. Like, like I've gotten a Dark Trooper from Black Series, and you know, pretty much anything that's come out recently, I've been getting it. So uh, yeah, and then some Jurassic Park stuff too. All right, uh, Matt, what have you picked up recently? Uh, 
pretty much the same stuff, I guess, that Ryan's picked up. All the Walmart exclusives that everybody was getting this week. I, you know, I got those and they arrived safely. So credit to Walmart for that. I think of all of them, I had like one bent card. Uh, and then all the Target stuff that dropped this morning. Um, the various Boba Fetts and, uh, the Mandalorian with the spiders and, uh, all X, X woves. Um, so all the, all the things that everybody was finding today, I spent, um, most of the morning going to the same Walmarts over and over and over as they slowly put things out. Um, so it was, uh, something of an adventure and, because I don't trust them to get me, you know, I got most of them pre-ordered, but I don't necessarily trust them to arrive in great shape. And most of the Target pre-orders are still in the mail to me. I only, I only got the uh, Mando and Grogu set and the Dark Trooper, which isn't an exclusive. Uh, so I'm trying to, but you know, that's quite a bit. It's a lot of stuff that's been showing up over the past week. So, um, but nothing, uh, nothing that not everybody is getting. So it's just getting to that time of year, I guess, where toys are beginning to hit again for the holidays. Uh, Chris, what about you? What have you picked up recently? Uh, piles of the Walmart stuff. I mean, I've had nearly 20 of those figures come in, and they've been coming in wildly different conditions. Some just absolutely crushed and destroyed, water-damaged card backs. To, I've gotten five dead mint uh, stormtroopers. So it's so far it's been a lot of the best of guards have been coming in very poor shape, but it doesn't. There seems to be no rhyme or reason to it whatsoever. Some are great condition in uh, bubble mailers. Some are in terrible conditions in boxes. Who knows? It's just random damn luck. <laughs> so <laughs> okay, yeah, that- Jake, what about you? Oh man, most the same. Uh, TVC. I've been. Seems like uh, the last week has just been a avalanche of figures coming in the door. Um, the Bespin guards, Axe Wolves, uh, R2. Um, uh, let's see who else showed up. Um, wow. I can't. I'm blanking on the other two. Let's see. Uh, I got a little Jurassic Park in the mail. I've got some He-Man in the mail this past week. I got the, uh, that four pack from the, the Masters Universe Origins set. Um, I definitely have got a couple of the Obi-Wan Droid Builder, um, four packs from Disney's, uh, Droid Factory line. I got uh, Ellie Sattler came in the mail. Um, let's see, Sunman is going to be delivered. Sunman three pack is going to be delivered tomorrow. Um, what else has come in? I saw tons of stuff this morning. My Target put out the Mission Fleet Obi Wan set, the four pack. Um, I saw the Morak uh, uh, Mando TBS set. I saw the Mission Fleet. Uh, Slave One, I saw, man, just tons of stuff this morning, but since I have it all in pre-sale, I wasn't going to buy it, because I'll just let it get it shipped to me. Um, I was able to get one of the uh, D23 uh, exclusive uh, chopper 
uh, Droid Factory variants. It's C1940, which is uh, the the silly-looking chopper droid that's colored kind of like Mickey Mouse. Um, C1940 is essentially what it is. It's uh, when Disney started. So, yeah, um, still still solid on Droid Factory. But, uh, yeah, I got, the, got my second Andor Droid Factory figure just yesterday. My buddy was in Disney World. Um, what else? There's just, uh, seems like there's just been a lot shipping lately. Yeah. Um, like you guys, well, I got the vintage collection, the Walmart exclusives. I got the R2D2 sensor scope, both versions of the Bespin Guard. The, yep. um, Imperial Gunner. And the Stormtrooper. I did not get the Stormtrooper, though. Oh, okay. Um, he's on his way. Like, it shows, like, delivering October 6th. So, um, I don't know why he got delayed, but... They're... I think some of those got shipped by uh, FedEx instead yeah, of... Yeah, I had about half mine come FedEx, so I'm still mm-hmm. waiting on those. I, mine just came in random envelopes, and some came in a box. It was just very random, just like Walmart, you know. Just whatever. like Walmart, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think the thicker cardstock helped keep them in better shape because I only had like one figure where the where I would say it was like damaged, like the bubble was crushed. But the rest of them look pretty good, so happy about that. Hopefully my stormtroopers show up okay. And then I did get uh, the from from Shop Disney. I got the four pack of uh, the um, Ken, the Obi Wan Kenobi droids, and then I got the what's the droid from Andor? Um, um, is it B two? B two emo emo. Yes, I got him. Yeah. I got him. Yeah, and I think that's it. That's it. Anyways, mentioned I got one of the coolest things I've gotten over the year was uh, I got the Hot Toys Dark Trooper. That thing is so oh, yeah, that was nice. Like the interior of it is actually die cast uh, with the plastic exterior and it lights up. That is one of the coolest Hot Toys I've ever gotten. It's so impressive. Um, I've got it. I haven't opened it yet, so I'm glad that it's good. It is. And then my repaint Fett with uh, Throne is coming this next week. Okay. So let's get into it. Uh, this episode, we're going to be talking just, just about Hasbro Pulse, Con, Hasbro Pulse Con 2022. Um, we will be discussing the Indiana Jones and the Star Wars panels. I think that within the first, when this podcast started in 2013, I think within the first few episodes, we did say, we talked about if uh, Indiana Jones ever returns to the toy shelf, we would discuss it, and it has finally, or it's about to. So, it's pretty exciting, I think. So, in, in a, I think it's, the Indiana Jones team is basically the Star Wars team. Like, it has yeah, I think it's, uh, they're all the same, right? Just, I guess like, it's it's probably, they're the Lucasfilm team, probably. Yeah. That's, prob- that's probably, yeah. And if we ever get Willow, it'll probably be uh, them doing something with Willow, too. So, the uh, the Indiana Jones panel, I think it was scheduled for just 15 minutes, but I think it actually went for about a half an hour. I think you're right. And they announced a few new lines. So they announced Indiana Jones Worlds of Adventure, which is a smaller scale aimed at younger audience. 
Um, I believe this will be like the Mission Fleet stuff. Yeah. That's Correct. Yeah. And then they announced the Adventure Series, which is a six-inch scaled figure, I think, in line with like Black Series or Marvel Legends. And they announced uh, the first wave would be all based on Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, the figures are um, Indiana Jones, uh, uh, Major Arnold Tot, Tote, 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 Sala and his, uh, yeah, Sala, um, and Belloc in his ceremonial gown. Is it a gown? Ceremonial robe. robe. Gown, robe. Yeah. I think it was called a robe back in the day. But okay. Um, Marion Ravenwood. What is that what? outfit called? What would you call that? Streets of Cairo. Streets Cairo. of Cairo. Yeah. Okay, Streets of Cairo. Not the uh the fancy uh wedding dress looking thing from Right, yeah. From the Well of Souls. And they also announced a build an artifact with these, so if you buy all five figures, you can uh get a you can construct the Ark of the Covenant. Each each figure comes with a piece, so that's kinda cool. And then they announced Adventures of Indiana Jones, which is a retro line. They only showed Woo! one figure, Indiana Jones, which is up for pre- pre-order right now and has Repulse. They said more figures are coming, including more figures that they hadn't made before. Like, from 1980, you know, the original line from, like, was, the original line was, like, around, what, 82 to 83 or something, somewhere around there? Correct. Yeah, right around that. And then a premium <laughs> role-play set. <laughs> With the uh, staff of Ra headpiece, so <laughs> premium the, in quotations. Yeah, yeah. So that's so, what they showed. Ryan, what's your thoughts on what is your thought on the presentation, and what are you looking forward to? Uh, it's about what I expected. Um, I know there were people out there were hoping for three and three quarter inch to continue on this, and I definitely was not expecting that. Indiana Jones has failed twice as, as a toy line. The original line in, in the vintage failed. It just did not do very well. And when they brought it back in 2008 with uh, Crystal Skull, um, I mean, we got a lot more waves, a lot more figures with that, but it still failed. It just couldn't keep up. Now, granted, there it may have had more to do with those sloppy paint jobs in those first waves, but um, I'm so I'm not I'm not surprised that they decided to ban the three and three quarter for the most part, other than the retro line. Um, but the Black Series style line, I I'm I'm all in on that. It's not like there's a huge history in Indiana Jones. Um, to have to continue something. And so I'm, it's, it's cool to get like nicely detailed figures basically of these. Um, I just hope we get past, uh, some of the basic characters that we've had over and over and over again. Um, I'm really hoping for, uh, like a regular Belloc. Like we haven't had a regular white suit Belloc since the, the, uh, re- the original line. Um, and like to get to a Marcus Brody or something like that. But, uh, I, it's kind of cool. It's kind of weird that they did Belloc in the ceremonial robes. I, I know it's got more to it, and it's more flashy. Um, and for those of you who like to study your Bible, that those robes and that chest piece are right out of the Bible with how you handle the Ark. So it's kind of interesting that they'd have all of that uh, detail in it. But um, it's, uh, I don't know, the, the Ark of the Covenant, it, you know, the Build-A build a piece is, is neat. Um interesting how they're putting that together. It's like one, two sides in, in one, and like Indy's coming with the, the two uh, I think it's uh, eagles that are on the top of it, and uh, so you have to build it all up, but it's all that gold color. Like There should be... I know most people probably don't pay as much attention, but there's cloth things that go over the, the rods that hold it on the side, and those should be 
a, a different color than the gold, but, uh, you know, are we going to complain that much here? <laughs> um, so it'll be interesting to see uh, what, what all they get into. The staff piece, they have uh, staff piece, uh, the, sorry, the head of the staff piece raw is, um, head piece of the staff piece. Here we go. Um, that's kind of interesting. It's deeper than the Disney one. The Disney one makes the actual metal. Um, and, uh, but it looks way too shiny. This has some more detail to it and lights up. So I'm, I'm kind of excited about that. And the retro line will be cool. It sounds like that's not going to be exclusive to anybody as well. So I, interesting how deep they go on it. It'd just be like six figures. I think there's what, nine or 11 figures. I'm not off the top of my head. I can't think of how many carded ones they had. They do a Marion and a ceremonial Belloc. Those will be huge though. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about this line. I just wish it yeah. Matt, what do you think about the Indiana Jones stuff they showed? I like it a lot. I mean, I did, you know, I collected the, uh, whatever, the 2008 line. Uh, I like those quite a bit. Um, I didn't collect, uh, back in the 80s. So, uh, you know, I don't have the sentimental attachment, but I think it's a good, run of stuff, I didn't, you know, I didn't expect them to continue, you know, a vintage collection parallel for the three and three quarter inch, and we were getting these retro ones, so that's fine. Uh, the Indiana Jones and the Tote, they look great. Um, the Belloc, I agree with Ryan, I sort of wish he was, uh, you know, in his civilian outfit, so to speak, but uh, clearly they want you to be able to make the, the scene where they open up the arc. And so that's the, you know, the outfit that they need him in. And if we ever get a second wave of Raiders figures for this, if these are a big hit, then we'll probably get, uh, what's his name, Diedrich, the Colonel, uh, you know, with his own melting face sculpt and all that. Um, and probably so, if they do a second wave, we'll get Monkey Man and, Ky- and the uh, Cairo Swordsman. <laughs> Things German they do mechanic. every time. Yeah, yeah. German mechanic, yeah. Um, but, um, you know, I like it. I, I really like the Build-A-Artifact thing, um, you know, because I like Build-A-Droid, and, um, you know, I'm always jealous of the Marvel, you know, folks who get their Build-A-Figures. Uh, so that's cool, and, you know, the, um, you know, there'll be a lot of extra angels out there, because I suspect there'll be a lot of people buying Indiana Jones figures, and, you know, the other ones, you know, won't be as popular, or they'll ship Indy 2 to a figure or what. Why do you two think they figure? only let us order two figures of the whole wave if it's a Build-A-Wave thing where you need them all? I don't doubt that it's going to be some Indiana Jones Fan Fest Friday live stream. Today we're going live with the next two figures, you know. Exactly. They're trying to stretch out anticipation because we yeah. still have, what's when's the movie, Ryan? May, June of next year? It's got to be. June 30th next year. June 30th, okay? So they got to stretch out the hype, and I think they're only doing, what, five figures per movie-ish, right? Each wave. It's going to probably have... So so they're going to have to stretch that out for a year because, you know, this is like Ghostbusters. This this fills the niche that Ghostbusters did. They're going to do a couple retro waves, I mean, uh, a couple previous movie waves, and then a couple... New movie and then move on. You know, Dungeons and Dragons will probably replace this. Don't say that. Oh, well, I'm just I want to hear about this, have, Jake. 
Jake, I don't hear They about have this. these temporary waves, where, I mean, lines, and then they have the evergreens, the Transformers, <laughs> the G.I. Joe, the Star Wars, right? Power I waves. want this to last at least three years. You know, no, as much as, a, as an Indiana Jones fan I am, I think you're dead on, Jake. I, I figured this was... Hey, 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 fun. not you two now. Come on. Nah, Let's show a little optimism here. Ryan the line has just started. Let's not talk here. about it dying already. <laughs> I'm not saying it's going to die. I don't think uh, Ghostbusters really died. It's just they only put out so much. And there's only so much you can do. I mean, how many yeah. figures and, you know, pants and shirts and suits are you going to put out that people are going to be excited about? It's, I would yeah. be down if they kept reissuing the vintage stuff, though. That'd be kind of cool. They, they, yeah. they ended a little early on that, in my opinion, because they made a lot of vintage figures, but oh well. What, for Raiders of Lost Ark? No, no, no. We're Ghostbusters. Oh, Ghostbusters could still be doing the vintage retro Yeah, they did, what, the four Ghostbusters a, and a few ghosts or something. It's like, it's like, yeah, and then the Ecto-1, and that's about it. Yep. They could have done you know, all the monsters this time of year would go great, right? And well, could so. you imagine if they did, like, a retro Well of Souls playset or uh, the the convoy mm. truck or something? I hope That'd they do. Fun. I hope oh, they do. Well, the convoy truck would be a HasLab. Nah, it's <laughs> not that big. <laughs> well... <laughs> I mean, How much bigger is it than like that the, uh, the tank from uh, Tank Holy Grail movie? That if would they be did the last crusade, Tank Haslab, yes, I would be so in on that. I've always wanted that. Yeah, uh, that, uh, that Ghost Rider is the flying wing. There's a, you know, it's, it's sort of a franchise that's better for Haslab than Star Wars, but they'll never do one. There was a flying wing in development for the old line in 2008 that never got made. Well, they, 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 I they, hope they had a lot of stuff in that. They packed a lot of stuff into like six months. They that. did, and there's there were several things that just never. I've seen some of the prototypes of stuff that never got made, and I've heard about some of the other stuff. Like, I mean, obviously the motorcycle. If you look at that, it was made to put the sidecar on it, and that yep. never happened. But there was a mine car that was uh, in plan yep. that came out. It was so much cool stuff. We never um, got an Indian figure with the best year for Star Wars figures, also. So yeah. it's not surprising that you know they had a great line with Indy. Oh, I wanna, yeah. Long story. I'm I'm excited about this stuff. I'll get it all. I mean, I don't know about the kid stuff, the whatever line that they didn't have anything to show us. But you know, the, the what they promised of 25 Black Series equivalent sort of things and. The retro line, yeah, I'll get that. That's that's not too much. Not the staff of raw. That that looked cheesy and chintzy. But uh, I ordered it. I mean, if it were like nice, it would be a really awesome sort of thing. But it just looked like looked like that little thing that's in the uh, short. It'd be cool if you could actually put that on like a six foot raw post and that and put it in there. That would look a little bit better, but. Mm. Well, it's just a stick. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I don't. I doubt if you put it on a different stick, it would interact with the base in the same way. Right. Chris, are you going to get any of this stuff? Yeah, I've already ordered pre-ordered the indie figure. I'm not sure if I'm going to do any of the others. I just it's more of a space issue and how I want my collection. Uh, but they look fantastic. I, I was blown away that they did the melting face top. That was just that's super awesome. Um, I really hope this line is very successful. I wasn't super impressed with the Marion Ravenwood face sculpt. I don't know why that is, but because they've been nailing face sculpts ever since they started this new um, uh, figure printing technology. 
But something about it doesn't look like Marion Ravenwood to me. Mm. Uh, I agree. I it's... agree with that. But some of the pictures, like they had, like the action pictures, where it looked nothing. It didn't look like like her. But then they also had just like the basic photos of the figure, and that looked like a good, they had two different face sculpts for her, and one was appreciably better than the other one. So I hope that's the one we get. I'm saying. Yeah, it's. Um, I don't know. It just it, it seems off. So. But yeah, I mean, Indies, there's not a lot of variety to the characters other than a handful of the ones that they've gotten to. There's a few others to get to, but, you know, I mean, there's something a little off about going to a toy store to buy um, toys of Nazis, which is <laughs> really not a good thing these days. Hey, um, at least their faces are melting. That's the best part. Yeah, if their faces are melted, that's one thing, but, yeah. I want them to do Indian in a tux. We've never had that figure. Yes. yes the white tux. James Bond. Absolutely. I want the James Bond, for sure. Yeah. There's a lot from Temple of Doom I'd like to see. I'm hoping Hot Toys picks up on some of that, too. I'd love, like, a Mularam Hot Toys. That'd be so cool. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I also pre-ordered the, the retro uh, indie. Because mm-hmm. I've been wanting to get one of those, but the prices are just much higher than I really want to pay, and I don't mm-hmm. want to get one of those busted thumbs to save money. So I'm I'm really happy they're reissuing this. I think it, I I really hope that line does really well because I'd love to see a lot more of those. The staff of Raw looks fine. I see on their press release it's listed at fifty one dollars, which is like I think right at the break point of, of possibly being successful at all. Uh, I thought it was going to be 150 just knowing how Hasbro does things. Honestly, it feels it's, like it should be $25. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. It's I not, it's not, it's plastic. But you're not wrong. It's Is it made of plastic or metal? Plastic, oh, right? It's plastic. Yeah. I mean, you can go on Etsy or, or a 3D printing shop and probably pick a plastic one up for five, ten bucks. And, and it comes with a, uh, just a short little, doesn't come with the staff. No. Like, the way they showed it at first, I actually thought it was coming with the staff, the whole thing, like, from the map room. Yeah, I'd be more interested in, like, an actual pressed metal one that you could put on a necklace or something, like Marion had it in her bar. Mm-hmm. Look at the Disney one that they've got a, they put up at the Disney Park stuff. That's basically yeah. what that is. Do you think they're going to do, do you think if this is successful, they'll do the, um, the fertility statue? Oh... I, I, I fear what that would look like if they yeah. don't. Yeah. The, the idol is giving birth. Got it. <laughs> well, there you go. That's one of the, one of two reasons they wouldn't do it. <laughs> and yet they've done lots of smaller versions of that idol for the, the 12 inch and the, uh, three and three quarter inch and Disney Park stuff. They're gonna, and all that. they're gonna has lab the prop size arc. It's gonna be <laughs> 900. Oh, it's be gonna awesome. be $900. No way. Or $1,200. No. I'm and out. the stretch I'm goals out. are going to be like, uh, I don't know, dust inside of it. I don't know what would stretch goal is. Rancor. <laughs> It'll be full of all the the dead the dead has labs. It'll have a cookie monster inside and a Rancor. <laughs> that requires a little bit too much self-deprecation for Hasbro. <laughs> uh, Jake, what do you think of this line, the Indiana Jones stuff? Oh man, a huge indie fan. Not not as you know, not as momentous as Ryan, but um, I had almost the whole entire set. I was just looking up the vintage set. I'm just missing from 
as a kid, and I haven't gone back and got any indie. I kind of regret it now because they're too expensive. But um, as a kid, the only thing I was missing was the Mellaway Belloc, um, the Arabian Horse, uh, Nazi indie, and the convoy truck. So other than that, I had it all, even the 12-inch uh, indie I have. And so... I'm very, very excited about this, and you know, and I've always grabbed and picked up all the stuff that Disney Parks has put out slowly over the last, what, 25 years. They've, seems like they've slowly put out indie toys. Um, so yeah, and I tried to be all in on the 2008 line, but man, I missed out on that San Diego set. So, um, for these, I definitely pre-ordered, uh, just indie. Because I feel like, uh, you know, as much as great as Tot is with his face melting, you know, extra head, uh, he just reeks of peg warmer, right? I mean, that's just not a figure that anyone, you know, a casual fan's going to pick up over Indy. So I'm having a feeling I'll find that guy swinging from the pegs. And um, I pre-ordered multiple of the uh, of the Indy uh, retro because that's going to be awesome. So. All in on the retro for sure. I might all be in just on the first wave of the six inch because you know that's not my favorite scale. Um, but then again, since we don't really have a proper Temple of Doom, it's going to be hard to kind of turn those away depending on who they make. So we'll see. But yeah, I'm very excited for this line. Yeah, me too. I pre-ordered uh, two of those retro indies, the, the six inch indie and the six inch tote. Um, I'm excited about the retro line because I remember seeing these in the store when I was a kid and not getting them. And I, I wish I would have, um, I hope they don't pull the same maneuver as the star Wars retro line and make us buy a $50, um, trivial pursuit game to get one of them. Yes. I will be very upset if that happens. They did make an indie board game, so it is out there. Yeah, I that that last uh, Mandalorian um, remnant remnant game really bummed me out. So (laughs) I (laughs) I hope they don't do anything like that with this. Although they probably will, right? It'll be interesting to see how deep this line goes. Are we um are we bitter? Are we collectively bitter that uh, Indiana Jones gets a build of something? line with when um, Star Wars, even though it's the same team as Star Wars. I'm guessing the licensing fee just isn't nearly as high as Star Wars is. Yeah, Maybe. I bet it's less less licensing money and there's gonna be so much reuse within this line. Uh probably almost as much reuse as there is in Marvel in many ways. Uh whereas in Star Wars, unless you get like carbonized and holiday figures and things like that or credit collection, you don't have as much reuse. Who's, yeah, who's I'm not bitter. The... I, I I'm not bitter. I never really think about build stuff much anymore. I don't collect Marvel stuff, so I don't. It doesn't really. I don't think about it much. I do think though, like some of the figures we bought the mold so many times, we should get a prize. Like <laughs> right. that Luke Skywalker, that Luke Skywalker X-wing pilot body. Yes, I think I have like ten figures that use that body. I feel like I should get a prize or something. Figures, mail, if you mail in a photo, you should cheaper. get something. Seems like they should be getting cheaper if we're reusing yeah. these same molds. That um, stormtrooper mold that they used five hundred on you know twelve different figures. I feel like I should get a prize for buying all those. 
It was uh, more than 12 on that original. <laughs> more than 12, yeah, you're probably yeah. right. And R2. Yeah. It's like that first wave, they really, really, you know, they Even got their money out of those molds. Size, size, though. How many variations? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, um, if you listen to one of our earlier shows, when they when they first, when we first heard about the Black Series, I, I'm pretty sure I said, well, I'll buy a you know, I'll buy this, but if they start making all the different clones, I'm out. Well, that didn't happen. I, yeah, I said I was going to pick and choose, and that didn't yeah. happen. So. Yeah. so. Uh, we all also uh, kind of got the, you know, the confirmation that Black Series and Indiana Jones just across the board are now 25 bucks. That's just the, the going rate for all these now. Mm-hmm. I spent twenty dollars today on a vintage collection Boba Fett. So, right, twenty five dollars <laughs> cheap for Black Series. Well, uh. that, that's with the Boba Fett tax. So, yeah, it is so weird how the Target exclusive vintage collection figures are priced. Yes, like, like it is so it's bizarre. Like, but hold on to your receipts though, because <laughs> my Costco Reeves and my uh, what was the other one that came out with her uh, Costco and. Migs, Migs were discounted down to like seven, eight bucks. Yeah, I saw that. At Target. I bought a bunch of Costco's yesterday for four dollars. There you go. So, so I found some tags for them been down that low, but no figures. Right. Not in our area, at least. They're starting the to do that. Down. Well, actually, I see lots of figures. I don't see them being marked down where I'm going. But yeah. I see the Black Series stuff getting marked down. Uh, I saw some Sagarreras at half price, and the mm-hmm. um, the other two I saw going for like six bucks. In fact, if you go to one of my local Targets, I swear they still have about 30 um, of uh, Galen Urso and uh, 30 uh, Antoc Merricks. For how much? They're still full price at that one. Oh, and one. that Black Series Jawa they have from Obi-Wan Kenobi, that yeah. is... Yeah. I, I, I'm embarrassed for myself for buying that. <laughs> like, I'm embarrassed that I bought that. <laughs> it was, what, almost 30 bucks? There's yep. some things I'm embarrassed I bought. Probably not that so much. <laughs> Alright. Um, I'm all in on Indiana Jones. Let's move on to the Star Wars section of the... the they kind of changed t-shirts. They took off their Indiana... They, they, they went to the hype guys for a couple of seconds, and then they changed t-shirts from Indiana Jones t-shirts to Star Wars t-shirts. And well, they thank came back goodness out. he had all that theater experience so he could actually make... <laughs> you know, there was a lot of a filler on these presentations. Yeah. And it wasn't just the Star Wars ones. I watched a lot of the panel. Yeah. Okay, we will start out with the Black Series portion. Um, The convention exclusive was the Black Series Cassian Andor and B2EMO, retailing for $55.99, available fall 2022. I think this is shipped already for some people that have ordered it. Well, it hasn't shipped yet, but they charged us for it already, so. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll just start with this. Uh, Ryan, did you order this? Yep, I did. Like it? It's overpriced, but I did. Yeah. Okay. That looks. I mean, good. That's like the price of two Black Series figures. That. Yeah. Two EMO is not a second figure. That is. <laughs> I, you can talk about the articulation they did and the pieces on that. I, I mean, I've seen what they did on the Disney one. It's about the same, and that like. No. This, do you think I didn't? I didn't order this yet. I still might. But do you think B two EMO 
will come out separately. Usually on these things, they don't do that. Like, the, they did the Cad Bane with uh, his droid. They've never released the droid extra. They Usually, the, the convention exclusives, there's some piece that never comes out. Now, doesn't mean it might have, not eventually. I mean, the from the job of the Hut set that Salacious Crumb came out eventually, but they still released, like, his uh, hookah pipe thing. Here's um, the thing, though. The, 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 the Salacious Crumb is like a legacy character, right? These yeah, Disney exactly. Pluses are blow in the wind because, you know, six months from now, we're going to be talking about Mandalorian Season 3 figures and no one's going to give a crap about V2 EMO or whatever, so... You can think we're going to see much of him in the show anymore, too. Right? Yeah, I was, I've was. i been wondering that. I think he's done. Yeah. Uh. I, I'll, I assume Andor will get back to that planet and his mother or whatever, but uh, I... I don't know how much of that we're really going to see. Is he going to put? Is he going to put B two into K two S O or something? I wondered that too. Yeah, there's similarities in their personalities. There is. It's not the same voice actor, but there are similarities. No. Uh, we shall find out, or maybe we will never find out. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> this this is an expensive B two because they already announced that Cassian is coming single carded the exact same figure. So mm-hmm. everyone who's buying this is buying it for the droid because if you wanted Cassian, you'd save your pennies for twenty five bucks down I'm, the road. I'm just wondering, is it gonna be cheaper to not get this special con exclusive packaging and get it just the if if they're gonna release B two EMO on his own it's, it would be still be cheaper just to buy the Cassian and the B2 EMO separately well, than, than with this expensive uh, two-pack. Go go back in time and think about that slip cover packing yeah. that they've used for a long time, usually San Diego, right? Mm-hmm. Is yeah. usually they put in there. The very first one was uh, a First Order Stormtrooper, and we know they re-released that. They put yeah. a Ray and a Luke in one of those from uh, what, Last Jedi. They, they did Jin Erso. They did, yep, the did Jin Erso in one. No, they, they, they did the Obi Wan Kenobi with the table. We never got the table. No. Correct. We got the or the so, Kylo Ren with the stuff. Kylo Ren with the melted Vader mask. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so maybe. Yeah. It's just I think I think you answered your question. I think B two is the exclusive piece to this. Mm. All right. Um, Matt, what do you think of this this two pack? Well, they made it, you know, it's gutsy to have an. I understand that the show's called Andor, and he's the lead character. But <laughs> Cassie and Andor is one of the biggest peg warmers in the history of the Lightsaber. Uh, I'm sure that there are some at my Walgreens right now. Yeah, there's definitely it's some at my Walgreens. Him and well, Jared that was Oh, sorry, not the Hoth, but that was the Edu version. That was the peg warmer. I don't know which one it was. I don't want to see it ever again. <laughs> the Hoth jacket version. Yeah. Is yeah, because the, the other one was like a two-pack, wasn't it? Or a three-pack. Well, yeah, he was in the three-pack. He was three in pack. a lot of packs. Like Jin or so was in a lot of packs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that being oh. said, the figure looks good. They got the face. Looks good. Um... You know, maybe people are more excited about him now that he's the title character. You know, they perfected the, uh, you know, they talked about this droid like it's, uh, you know, they, you know, invented a whole new process because okay. they, it's a freaking accordion. 
Yeah, I mean, I know. Yeah, we've, we've had this technology for a while. Um, <laughs> but whatever, they put it in a toy. That's great. I bought it, of course. Um, and, it, you know, it'll show up. And um, I, you know, may or may not, you know, if, if I ever have the opportunity to, um, or the desire, I should say, to open it up to get the droid out, then, you know, so be it. But I'll probably put it on the shelf with all the other con exclusives, and that's that. And, you know, I didn't, it's expensive, but I didn't even look at what the price was when I ordered it, because I knew I had to get it. I'm a, <laughs> uh, and You're I'm glad sucker. that you're like me, it was 50-some yep. bucks, but that doesn't surprise me. Um, mm. So, you know, it, it is what it is. You yeah. know, when we're going to talk about price and rip-off prices, we'll get to another one later on in the show that is much worse. <laughs> Alright. Uh, Chris, are you buying this two pack? No, no, I'm 99% uh, out of Black Series. So, I mean, it seems like a pretty standard thing that they need to be releasing, but uh, yeah, I'm not paying any kind of premium for Black Series, let alone uh, convention exclusive. Jake, are you going to get the two pack? The exclusive, no, conclusive, exclusive. No, this isn't something that I need. Um, you know, I'm hit and miss on six inch. Um, the fact that they did this character in three and three quarter, they announced the same day. And also the fact that Disney Droid Factory put out, uh, B2, what, uh, three, four weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, means that this, this isn't a necessity for me. Usually when I dive into six inch, it's with, um, you know, either a focus character of mine or someone I just absolutely have to have that three and three quarter hasn't done. So this doesn't check any of those boxes. So this is a skip for me. Okay. And so far I'm skipping on it because I, I, I don't typically get the exclusive packs of six inch stuff. I don't, I just, I haven't, um, I don't care about extra accessories, but B2 is not really an accessory. He's kind of a character. So I'm on the fence. I am on the fence of that. Um, okay, so let's go to the basic assortment of figures they showed. They showed um, one, two, three, four figures from Andor. Andor. Um, they showed Cassian Andor, Bix Kaleen, Luthen Rael, and Senator Mon Mothma. And then they did show Axe Wolves, who is from Mandalorian Season 2. Uh, they look good to me. Um, Ryan? What do you think about this basic assortment? Well, I mean, the Andor is just the, the other, the exclusive figure, so no big deal there. Uh, I like, I think I've heard people describe him online as he looks like he's the, the homeless version or something with the thicker beard and his clothes look kind of ratty, but, uh, Bix was kind of surprised. I wasn't sure if they'd actually make her or not, so it's, I, I she's again, she's a character I'm like, are we going to see a lot more of her in the show or not? It's hard to say. Uh, Luther was cool. I, I'm glad we're getting him. It's interesting that we're getting, um, is that Skarsgård, right? What's his first name? Stellan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that we get, we're getting a Stellan Skarsgård in Star Wars long before one's ever been made in Marvel, which he's been, appeared several times in Marvel now, but they never have made him. Um, Mon Mothma, finally, a Black Series Mon Mothma. Her, her outfit doesn't look too much different from Revenge of the Sith, so you could probably use your old Revenge of the Sith Mon Mothma for three and three quarter people if you really need to. Um, but, uh, it's nice that we're getting him in there. And then, uh, Axe Woves, 
not a surprise at all. They're using a lot of the same pieces from the Death Watch Mando. Um, all in all, though, if you look at these figures, other than Axe Wolves, it's like not a whole exciting group. Like very muted tones. We got an old guy and a senator, and uh, you know, Bix is probably the most exciting person in there as far as uh, character design in that. And yet she is. Uh, who, who knows if she's going to be in the show very much? So. Uh, I find that interesting, because uh, Andor in general looks like that. It, it, I, I said, um, when I first started watching the show, it kind of reminds me of Blade Runner in some ways, especially the way it's building up. And, um, you know, it doesn't have exciting costumes and that sort of thing so far, although you could say the security guys have some exciting costumes. But this stuff is fairly plain, nothing too exciting here, but I'm, I'm happy to get them. Matt, what do you think of the lineup? Uh, I mean, it's a good selection of figures from the first four episodes. I'm sure they will have, we'll see characters in future episodes that make more sense. You know, like Ryan was saying, we don't know if Bix is coming back or not. Um, you know, there aren't any of those security guards. There aren't any of the Imperials in the sharp white outfits. Um, you know, and you gotta hope that those are coming. But I mean, this is, you know, Mon Mothma, Stellan Skarsgård, Captain Tupelov, whatever you want to call him, and uh, obviously Andor, they all make sense. Axe Woves, fine. You know, he seems like a character now because I just was getting his, you know, vintage collection figure this week. So, you know, he seems topical. Uh, I, I like them. They look good. The Mon Mothma, I really think it looks like it might be a nice design as far as the mixed use of plastic robes and some, you know, uh, what's the right word? Um, appropriate use of soft goods. Um, you know, it's a, usually a boring character. I, I suspect her and Stellan Skarsgård will, you know, not move real fast when they get to the stores. Um, compared to some of the others, but um, but I'm I'm fine with them. They they look good. You know, I think they're reasonable choices. Chris, I know you're not getting any of these, but I'm not going to skip you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the funny thing is, a lot of you guys are like surprised by the fix. For me, I'm way more connected to her character so far. Was it four episodes into the season than I am? a character we'll talk about later and would be way more excited about picking up a Bix than we'll, we'll get to that. But, uh, I, she looks awesome. Um, I would love the other ones. The, uh, Mon Mothma looks beautiful. I mean, just absolutely spectacularly well-designed character. Um, but yeah, I kind of agree. I don't think these are going to move super fast. I mean, I, then again, I mean, we're selling to adult collectors here. Anyone who thinks that you're selling these to kids is just a pipe dream. But, uh. Yeah. If these start to show up at, like, uh, Fred Meyer or some player, or, you know. No. Um, Fred or, won't do anything other than the, the shampoo bottles anymore. Oh, really? Okay. No, that would be funny because, you know, Fred Meyer didn't do Marvel Legends for a long time. And what did they start Marvel Legends back in on? Um, the Eternals, which of course sat like crazy. So maybe they would do Andor and they'll sit at Fred Meyer forever. In, in Michigan, we have something similar to Fred Meyer. It's just called Meyer, oddly enough. And yeah. they occasionally will get in Black Series waves. And I can see this wave going there and 
sitting for a couple years. Like, they still have the, uh, you know, at the Mire by Me, they still have, um, oh, from Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, my No, my mind just gone blank. Yeah, yeah. The, like, the Janna and, um... Oh, yeah, Zori Bliss. Yeah, so the Meyer still has the Zori Bliss wave, and it's been sitting there for... It's still there. So what? Are we on on year three? Or year four from that wave? It was 19, I think. Yeah, so I can see this wave being similar. Like, just sitting. And I think these all look great, and I'm going to get them all. Yeah. But I think this wave would not do well on brick and mortar. Shelf. And I don't think the Cassian is the homeless version. It's more the the, the prostitution uh, district <laughs> at yeah. Andor. Yeah. Jake, what do you think of this wave? I think Bix is the standout. It could also be that I have a massive crush on her. So um, very well could be that. But I think of all these figures, she is the one that's uh, the very cool. It is ironic, though, that Mom Mothma is finally getting a figure and does not have a... Uh, Return of the Jedi version or a Rogue One version. So, uh, ten years into the Black series, and they just now got to Mon Mothma, and it's not her I, classic one. I think they're still recovering from that 2005 figure, which sat around for like five years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Revenge of the Sith Mon Mothma sat around forever. Well, I don't remember think that? anybody on the brand team was around in 2005, so <laughs> there's no way they knew that. Was that a pet warmer? Oh, God, it was bad. Okay, I don't remember any of those episode three figures uh, hanging around. The Nemoidian wow. Warrior was, I think, worse, but Mon Mothma was up there. Mon Mothma was, yeah. a, Mon Mothma was around for a long time. I was out of the country at that time, so I don't recall. The uh, were so bad. Jake, are you, are do any of these? Are you getting any of these? No, 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 no. I got. I have my. I'm my Cassian. I just got my axe wolves. I'll play the long game, and fingers crossed, I'll get Bix and uh, Luthen in the Black series. I mean, in the vintage collection down the road. But okay. but they're not. Uh, they're not a must-have. They never come to TVC right now. You know. Yeah. I'm going to get all of these. I haven't decided if I'm... Except the Cassie and Andor figure, I haven't decided if I'm going to get the two-pack or not yet. So once I decide on that, then I will get these. Um, okay. Moving on, they showed some um, Return of the Jedi 40th anniversary six-inch six inch figures on vintage card back. Um, we've, we've been through this before. They did it with Star Wars. They did it with Empire. Now they're at Jedi. They showed us... Wicket, Princess Leia, Endor gear, Han Solo, Endor gear, Biker Scout, and Lando Calrissian and Skiffguard. Ryan, you like these or what? what I'm so excited for that Lando Calrissian. I've just been waiting for that <laughs> to come back out again. So uh, I'm, I'm really glad that Hasbro was was kind enough to bring Lando back out because he's just so hard to get. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, at the same time, if you're gonna put a Lando out for Return of the Jedi, which one do you choose? They're both peg warmers, right? I mean, yeah, I think you have to go with this one. Yeah, unfortunately, it's sad because I mean, both figures are great. The skip guard one and the the gentle one—they're great figures. For some reason, he peg warms people don't buy them. Yeah. Um, but the rest of them, I thought the biker scout looked like it might be slightly modified from before. Maybe I'm just 
So many times the Biker Scouts before come on the bike, so their hips are kind of a little out of whack. But We got an archive version of the Biker Scout, We did. Right? I never bought that one. So. Me either. Mm-hmm. Um, but, it, you know, these look these look good. Um, I, I like the uh, the retro cards on the uh, the 6-inch. I've got a, a wall going up of these. So And Return of the Jedi is really hits a sweet spot for me. That's where I really remember buying this stuff as a kid. Um, I wasn't really into it with Star Wars yet. Uh, with Empire, I, I bought a few for sure. But Jedi, like, I was in on day one, and those Jedi cards are always one of my favorites, because that just takes me right back to being a kid again. So, getting to see these, uh, out there, I'm like, oh, this is cool. I'm, I'm excited. I already ordered a, a, a case of them, so I'll get all five, and, uh, looking forward to what else they're gonna out. So obviously we know there's an Admiral Akbar coming, and, uh, a Royal Guard as well, so, um, be cool to see what else got. The Wicket, though, is, is especially the exciting one because we get a new figure on this. I don't know about all the different accessories that come with him. It's kind of weird, especially the way they packaged it. They put it above his head. I would have liked it better, like, behind the figure or so that you can do the presentation more like the vintage figure. But, um, you know, there's they could have done, like, the vintage one where they – the the TVC one where it came with the animated hood or – I don't know. It seems like there could have been something different than just a bunch of Ewok accessories. I would have even taken, like, damaged Stormtrooper helmets or something. But, you know, at least it comes with a little something. I would have bought Wicked at 25, just as he is. But, um, you know, it's nice that they think of getting something else. Why didn't they put his sling with him? You know, the sling that he uses and misfires with? Like, why uh, not give him that? Sense. That would have yeah. made more sense. Cause, well, know, he he came with gloves instead. He painted the Lux figure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is is his club screen accurate? I'm trying to figure out when he uses a club. He doesn't. His spear, I don't think I don't think he uses a lot of that stuff. I think No, he doesn't is... use a bow. That's why like why don't they give him something he actually used? <laughs> I think they were just throwing in Ewok accessories. Yeah. It's value proposition stuff cuz he looks really empty in that card back without that extra yep. stuff in there. And he yeah. always has. Like I remember even the vintage figure which yeah. I loved. It's, it was very tiny in that in that uh, package. But they put a tiny bubble on him, though. Yeah, they did. You know, with the they other tiny here, figures, with the, the other tiny size, it, back in the day, yeah. the the original, the vintage line, the real vintage line from the eighties, seventies, and eighties, the smaller figures got soft goods like Jawa, Yoda, mm-hmm. Ugnaught. I'm yeah. almost surprised that they didn't give Wicket a soft good uh, uh, cowl back in the day. Yeah, that'd be cool, but be different. It would. He wouldn't blend in with the other Ewoks, I suppose. Yeah, but none of the Ewoks had that. So yeah. Uh, Matt, what do you think about this? Uh, what they showed? Return of the Jedi figures, apart from the Biker Scout and boring ring. So Is these are boring? boring. Boring. Just like the movie. Um. <laughs> But, um, that is. <laughs> Return of the Jedi is not boring, but go ahead. Part of it is the first forty-five minutes. Um, it's a fun. You know, it's it's you know it's you could have been brain dead and figured out which you know you knew they were going to do the fortieth on the big card back, and you know if you if you said we're going to do. You know, this many figures, you know, this is wave one and there'll be, there'll probably be 12 figures total or 10. You know, I don't know 
what it'll be, but you know, you can pretty much guess what they're going to be, and this was the start. And yeah, I agree, the Lando, you got to do a Lando, but it's unfortunate, and I like Lando as much as anybody. When I was a kid, I was, and we played Star Wars in the playground, I was, I, I was Lando. I always liked him, but his figures do not sell. And, you know, this one isn't selling now, and it won't sell when it gets repackaged. Uh, the indoor Han looks pretty good, uh, you know, on the, on the card, uh, the way they've, you know, the one that they, you know, showed in the press release. Uh, and the Biker Scout will be the hard one to find of these, of course. It'd be nice, though, if they had a, a bike for them, you know, if they could dig that out of the, uh, warehouse, but. You know, That'd be cool if they did like a convention exclusive like that Wampa and put it out in a vintage box too. Yeah, or a Celebration Europe exclusive. Yeah. Or, That'd be cool. Who knows? But, um, uh, you know, biker scouts are great, but they really do need the bike. Um, so whatever. Yeah, I ordered the case, uh, online and, um, you know, they'll, they'll be fine. You know, I, I, I prefer Black Series on cards to boxes, so I wish they'd just find a way to do this for all the figures. Um, but I'll take what I can get. Chris, uh, what do you think of this lineup? Yeah, they're pretty predictable um, selections for, like, a 12-figure line from uh, Return of the Jedi. Uh, I was looking at the head sculpt on the Leia. It does not look particularly good. It just it doesn't look like Carrie at all, and at, at the six inch scale, I expect them to really look like the the actors themselves. I'm just looking at the, at their their uh, glory shots from ha- that Hasbro submit, sent out. Um, Han actually looks pretty good. I'm just so used to having the terrible indoor Hans in the vintage collection; they just keep reissuing. But uh, he he looks pretty good. Wasn't he just released once so far? Uh, he was released twice. Once in a in a, a a pack for San Diego, I think. What was that? Two years ago. Yeah. Okay. And then he was released again in a standard box. Okay. So this is his third. Go third. Round. It's only his third release. Yeah. It's not yeah. Too, uh, the Biker Scout looks awesome. I mean, that's a beautiful card back. It's uh, one of my favorites from Jedi. Um, yeah, that'll be popular. The Lando. It's a great looking figure. I mean, yeah, it's going to peg warm. I mean, if any of those do peg warm, he's definitely going to be the peg warmer, but it's a great-looking figure. Um, the sculpt is just fantastic. And, um, yeah, that wicket does not look like a good value when you're buying it. And that's why they're spreading everything out on that card back, is they're trying to make it look like as good a deal as possible. Um, yeah. Because you're just not getting much plastic in that packaging, so. Jake, the the wicket you... is tempting. The wicket is the one that tempts me. I always loved that figure. Um, as a kid, I always loved that character. I mean, he did get two spinoff movies. No other, no other Star Wars actor or character has two spinoff movies. So, this is, uh, if you think about it, Wicket is a Star Wars superstar. Um, and so, uh, I do, I do question why they thought, I mean, they really must need to make good on that mold, you know, for the skiff guard. Um, 
because I just don't think we need it at all. It's been released too many times in the you know last few years, so I felt like there's probably better Return of the Jedi options they could have gone with. Um, but it is becoming the case that for most of the figures they've done from Return of the Jedi, they have put in massive rotation, you know, with their, you know, what used to be their archive lines would quickly spit these figures out or multi-packs or what have you. So, you know, um, but yeah, so I, I, I'm, don't have any interest in picking up any of these per se. Okay. I'm going to get the Wicket because it hasn't been released yet. I mm-hmm. don't pick up any of the carded figures unless it's a significant upgrade in the figure. If it, if it really looks a lot better than the previous release because I don't collect... I None of my Black Series figures are in package. It's all loose display. So I have no use for most of these. But I will get the Wicket for sure. The rest of them pass. Um, and then, okay. And so then they uh, gave us some pipeline figures for the Black Series, uh, starting with more Return of the Jedi 40th Anniversary figures on the on the vintage-style cards. Um, Luke Skywalker, a retooled Darth Vader with removable helmet. That first one they gave us in 2014 was pretty atrocious, so that's probably a good, a good one, a good candidate. Um, Return of the Jedi, retooled R2-D2. I'm, I don't think they mentioned scale, but I, they had, hopefully, are making this more in scale with the other figures. Because the R2 mold they've been using since 2013 is, it's just too small. It just doesn't look right next to other figures, for the most part. So, they can put this out and they can redo all the, I guess they, you know, Gives them a, a, a reason to redo most of the R2 units they've done over the years. And the R5 and whatever else they've used this for. Um, uh, also, uh, Guy in Red Dress Who Falls Down for the 40th Anniversary. Oh, the, the, the uh, Emperor's Royal Guard. <laughs> so- <laughs> 40th Anniversary is mixed up. That's Revenge of the Sith, my friend. Oh. Okay, I'll same character. Okay. Hey, now my question, my question on this one is, and we don't know because they didn't show us, but are they going to use the actual Return of the Jedi card back from '83, or are they going to use the 2012-ish vintage collection card back image? If they use the classic one, I'm going to lose it. 2012. They'll use the 2012 one. That's what they've already got set. You know it. You think so? But they could use that photo they used in their press photo of him walking down the ramp of the shuttle Tidarian. That actually would be, you know, since evidently they don't have access to the original, which we all know where it is. Well, they um, could figure it out. I mean, they could they could recreate it if they wanted to. Yeah, they could. Yeah, they could. I mean. Gentle Giant did it for their 12-inch jumbo. Yeah. So, it'll be interesting to see what they do. I I, I hope they use the original, because the original one looks much better. Yeah, the original, and then the one of them walking down the ramp, and then if they had to go to that third one, which they use in the vintage collection, whatever. Yeah. All right. I'll still buy oh, it. Oh, okay. okay. 
They also showed, uh, they also mentioned Book of Boba Fett Pike Trooper and Book of Boba Fett Cad Bane. I thought they already told us that Cad Bane was coming out, but I must, I must be mistaken. I feel like they did too, but yeah. I felt like we already knew that a long time ago. But maybe I'm, and then Book of Boba Fett, uh, Tuscan Chieftain. So those were all pipeline reveals. They showed us image. They didn't show us any product, just uh, typical like just stills from the films. Um, Ryan, back to you. What do you think of the pipeline? Uh, I thought there was a lot to be excited about here. Um, the redo of the Vader from Return of the Jedi, I'm very happy about because that first one was garbage. I remember really yeah. looking forward to finally get the Vader Black series and just be so disappointed with that figure. And it's the helmet <clears throat> that's the worst part. And you know, there's also, if you think about it, if they're redoing this, it would probably only take a slight retooling for them to then, you know, cut a hole in it and create the one from Obi-Wan with the uh, the sliced helmet, too. So I'm sure there's a multi-use going on here. Um, the uh, Luke is nice to see, and it looks, I mean, based on the picture, it looks like it's going to be end of Return of the Jedi with the flap down type of thing, so that's kind of neat. Um, the R2... I haven't had as much of a problem with the the scale of the old mold, but I know a lot of people have. And uh, so, you know, that's a 10-year-old mold at this point, so it's nice that they're going to redo that. If you look at um, three and three-quarter inch, we've had multiple different uh, molds on R2s over the years, some better than others for sure. But, you know, it's nice that they're going to get around to to redoing that one after they've reused it like 20 times. Uh, The Pike, I like the Pikes. I think they they have a cool-looking... they're a cool-looking alien, so I'm glad we're getting that. Uh, Cad Bane, like you said, I thought this was already a pipeline reveal before, but maybe I'm wrong. Obviously, they just released the Bad Batch one, but um, I thought they had a book of Boba Fett. Maybe I'm just confusing it, confusing it with Black Chrysanthemum. But uh, Tuscan Chieftain, I was wondering if they would ever do the the Tuscans for Book of Boba Fett. They seemed to almost ignore it, and some of that would have been easy. They just could have done a, a Tuscan in black and put it out, and it would have worked as a Tuscan member of the tribe type of thing. So it's interesting that this is the first thing they've talked about. All these, I thought these were more exciting than any of the um, Andor stuff that was shown. So, but uh, it's still cool to, to get a bunch of this. Matt, what do you think about this lineup? Um, I like it quite a bit. Um, you know, the uh, Book of Boba Fett figures, I think this is the, you know, it's, you know, six months after the show, and then they can evaluate, okay, these were the cool characters that we got, uh, you know, rather than, like, the Andor and what we just saw with Obi-Wan, where you get, like, the obvious characters from the first couple episodes. Um, yeah, when when you can set back and look at the whole thing, it's fine. You know, you usually have a better selection. So, yeah, the Tuscan Chieftain, better than, like Ryan said, like, I thought we'd just get a... Uh, repainted and re-robed regular old Tuscan, but maybe we're not. Uh, Cad Bane, I've always liked Cad Bane since he showed up in the Clone Wars in Season 1, and, you know, to get sort of a real live, you know, whatever live-action version of Cad Bane, that's great. Uh, and the pipes are cool. Um, so I like those three quite a bit. Uh, not excited about another Luke Jedi figure, but okay. I mean, it's a go-to, you know, you gotta put one out every now and then. Uh, the Vader, 
when I first heard, you know, okay, we're doing another Return of the Jedi Vader, you know, with a removable helmet, I'll defer to Ryan on this, because he's the Vader guy. We get so many Darth Vaders in the Black Temple and all the lines, you know, it's like, and every time, like, I know, like, the Obi-Wan one came out, and we all thought, this is an awesome, great figure, we don't need another Darth Vader figure. And this one, I mean, I don't know, is is the very first one the only one with the removable helmet, Ryan? Yes. They they did they've actually done two from Return of the Jedi. They did the the one with the removable helmet and they did the Emperor's Wrath with the electric helmet thingy. But uh Okay, yeah, well that's yeah, yeah that's a scene specific. So Alright, well yeah, that first one I know a lot of people were really unhappy with. So, okay, redo it. Same with R two D two. A lot of people thought the scale was off on that. I thought it was a cool figure because we got that's when they were trying to make the definitive version of every figure, so R2 came with all those accessories. So, but if he was out of scale, 10 years is fine. After 10 years, you can redo a figure. That's that's okay with me. Royal Guard. Chris, you'll talk about this, I'm sure. Is there anything wrong with the one that we got? It's um, the same one we keep getting over and over. I would yeah, I mean... This one is, I assume this is a new one. If it's a pipeline release, I don't know. Uh, Luke from, uh, you know, that's another, you know, yeah, why not? And, uh, you know, that's, did I leave anybody out? Um, oh, no, the Luke. Yeah, I talked about Luke already. So, yeah, no, that's fine. It's a good selection. I look forward to seeing them in, you know, 2028. Chris, finally a figure coming out that you actually are collecting? Yeah, I'd be surprised if this isn't just a repack of the existing Royal Guard that we've gotten just on the 40th anniversary card. Because mm-hmm. that's pretty much what that line is. Are there um, any tweaks to it that you would recommend? Uh, honestly, I have less problems with its robes than the, the Vintage Collection version's robes, which I'm mm-hmm. just not as happy with. Um, I think it's just the way they drape, and it just drapes better on a six-inch figure. Um, I mean, they've gotten a lot of usage out of that tooling, so I mean, that's a profit center for them on that one. Other than maybe all the, the cloth goods cost them a bunch. Uh, the, yeah, Luke, you got. I mean, if you're doing a 40th anniversary line of Jedi, you got to do a Jedi Luke. I mean, that's just a given. Then there's that guy that goes, no. <laughs> Um, yeah, Vader, Vader, yeah, I know. Uh, I actually had that removable helmet one. I don't, I'm not a huge Vader guy. I don't get into the, the, the details too often, but I, I was fine with it. But then again, you know, I, I don't think I'll upgrade unless the card art looks really, I don't know. I doubt it. Yeah, it's six, it's six inch. It, it's really not in my house. Um, R2, yeah, good new R2. That's great for those collectors. Um, the, the, Love to see a Pike Trooper come through in um, three and three quarter inch, but it's an awesome character. I'm glad to see that they're getting made. Um, Cad Bane, obviously a very popular character. You know, there's no qualms there. I'm shocked they didn't pull a Black Chrysanthemum and just pitch out a, a cheaply done uh, Sand Person, which my guess is this is probably going to be based off the Sand Person with extra accessories. Is just what my gut tells me. If it's not, it, it's I would assume it's going to be at least a partial re- retool at best with the accessories. Yeah. Uh, 
But I'm surprised yeah, yeah. to still see so many Book of Boba Fett figures coming down the pipeline because as far as the reception I've seen is it didn't have a very good reception. So, I think you're I right. Think, yeah. yeah, I think you're right. I think people didn't totally hate it, but I don't think nobody, I don't think anyone loved it. Yeah, I don't think it's a hate, it, but it's also not loved. It's just got some significant... I love parts of it. Yeah, and if you cut it, for me personally, I would have liked to see season one of Book of Boba Fett from when he crawls out of the Sarlacc pit to when the mm-hmm. Tuscans all die and then he has to leave. That should have been season one. I mean, that could have been a really interesting season instead of trying to hamstring, uh, shoehorn in uh, season two and a half of Mandalorian. So, but that's a totally different. Well, movie. Mandalorian had to get Grogu back so they could have season three. Why, why in the book of Boba Fett, though? That's marketing. They because how else was going to get him back in time? A comic book. Marketing and sales needs to I don't know. back in the show. <laughs> comic book. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we needed the... I, I like the... I love the Mandalorian show, but I don't think we needed an episode of it in the middle of Book of Boba Fett. I thought it was very jarring. An episode? Was it two episodes? Oh, it's like at least two and a half. Okay. It was jarring. I think it was un- unnecessary. Hey, let's not forget that they explained Palpatine's return in a Fortnite exclusive. Right. Yeah, yeah, they should have done all that in Fortnite, Matt. How about that? <laughs> Did they say that this Luke, the Luke Skywalker in the pipeline is a Death Star two specific Luke, or is it just Luke Jedi? They, they said they made a reference to the flap. It's, yeah. This is okay. probably the jet, the Luke that they showed well, us. Ask, that, is this the Rancor Luke that we were going to get? But I think so. Definitely. Yeah, I think so, for yeah. sure. Yeah. I don't think we're getting a Death Star 2 Luke. Okay. We need one, because the first one was awful. But the first one belongs in the same pile of garbage as the first uh, Return of the Jedi Darth Vader. <laughs> those two belong. Those two belong with each other, put away they where can't you can't see. see them. They're both bad figures. You know, if we want to, we could put it with the first emperor too. Really, so yeah, the three of them. Yeah, <laughs> they're really bad. Wow, that, that was just okay. Where were we? We were talking about what? Book, I, they were on Book pipeline. Boba Fett. Who am I Jake's on? Jake's turn to talk about the pipeline. Jake, what do you think about the pipeline? Nah, pipeline. I'm excited that. Uh, I'm excited that fans finally get the R2-D2 after 10 years of it being underscaled. So that was cool. Um, the Vader is getting his removable helmet update. Chris is getting his Royal Guard. Um, I'm not buying any of those, but I will buy the Luke. I will absolutely buy the Luke because he's a focus character. So he's exciting. Um, and then I'm just straight jealous about the other three that are from the Book of Boba Fett because I want them in uh, Vintage Collection. So. You know, there there is a good odds if you play the long game. They eventually get, you know, most of the figures that the Black Series gets, but they just don't get them at the same time. So I'm somewhat hopeful, I'm knocking on wood, that we will see these guys down the road uh, in the Vintage Collection. So, um, but yeah, I think uh, I think the Chieftain is the coolest of the three, though, because that was a fun character. I hope he comes with one of those... Um, Gorg, uh, 
drink things. Black. Yeah, whatever they were drinking out of. The, the, the what they call them, sand gourds or whatever. Yeah. Because when he handed the one to Boba Fett after Boba Fett came back and had defeated that, uh, that sand monster, whatever it was, that, that was like one of yeah. my favorite, that was one of my favorite character Flash moments. The in the, yeah, yes. the hairy houses. Yes, when he handed Boba Fett the, uh, the the drink thing because he knew that it wasn't the kid that defeated that he knew Boba Fett had done it. That's that was like a really good character moment. I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. Um, I'm gonna get none of the repack. Well, no, I will get the if the Vader is truly improved, I'll get that. If the R2 is truly improved, I'll get that. If the Luke, the Luke's got to be a lot better for me to buy it because I have. I'm pretty happy with the the Luke that came out a few years ago. Um, and so unless it's much, unless it's a huge improvement, I won't get that one. Um, but I'm happy about the Book of Boba Fett figures. Uh, let's move on from the Black Series to the Vintage Collection. The uh, the exclusive was the Rescue Set Multipack. I feel like we've talked about this already, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, we have. It's probably yeah, one they- of our lost episodes that didn't come out, but didn't we talk about this already? Well, they announced the... this at San Diego Comic-Con, so okay. any show yeah. we've done for since okay. then is probably addressed this, so, so I think uh, mostly whether we bought it or not is <laughs> the conversation. Okay, yes, so do. so we got uh, they the, they put up the, the four-pack for uh, retailing for, was it seventy four ninety nine? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Okay, I didn't realize that. Um, it comes with the Mandalorian, Grogu, Moff Gideon, and the Dark Trooper. This is uh, from a very specific episode where they rescue Grogu from Moff Gideon's ship. Um, I didn't, I didn't order this. I, I don't, I don't need this. But hey, Ryan, do you need this? I'm sure you do. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I bought it. I, I, if you want to go crazy, I almost ordered two. Um, cause I, I have a nice big, like, display of all the Comic Con and the convention exclusives and stuff. Most of it I just keep in box. I mean, they look really good in the box, and this is no different, but part of me kind of wanted some loose ones of this with, like, cause Gideon has a cloth cape, and Mando has a cloth cape, and, all the fire effects on the on the dark trooper and the whistling birds and stuff. I, I like that stuff. It looked cool. And I ultimately was like, do I have a diorama I'm really going to do with this stuff? And I said, no. So I only ordered one. Let's see if I can stick with that. Um, I don't always have the, the best uh, <laughs> stick-to-itiveness on that. So uh, we'll, we'll see um, if I can resist. But I did order it. I, I think it looks cool. It is overpriced. What is it? Three and a half figures, basically. Although that dark trooper is... Uh, what thirty bucks basically is a uh, deluxe figure, so it, it seems overpriced. But most convention exclusives are. I remember a day when they weren't. Convention exclusives were a little a, a little cheaper, and you got basically something you already had before with something extra, and they weren't as more expensive than what they seem. But now they definitely are. So, Matt, what do you think about this pack? overpriced. I mean, for three and a half, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of complaining about the price on it. It is overpriced, but that's, I guess, where we are with convention exclusives. Uh, I like it, though. I mean, it's not, I, you know, the, I thought it was going to be a 
when I first saw it at Comic-Con or whatever, I thought it was sort of going to be more of like a playset kind of thing, which is not the case, it appears. Um, but the the three main figures are all cool. The Grogu is at least different. He's got those little handcuff things on him. Um, so I like it. I mean, I'm a sucker for anything Dark Trooper, going back to the video game from, you know, 500 years ago. Uh, so, you know, I loved it when they brought him into the show and, you know, I bought a bunch of them today at Target, you know, cause whenever I could find them and on the black series version and I'm looking forward to the vintage collection one. So I got two of these, Ryan, I'm, I'm ahead of you, but, um, you know, cause I want one of them to open up, uh, to, you know, put the figures out and I'll make the little, you know, four figure diorama, but you know, we can add some other figures to it too. So it's, it's good. I wish it weren't 75 bucks. You know, 50 bucks, I would have bought more than two. But, you know, it is what it is. So, and I wish it was more, I wish there was a playset element to it. But, whatever. I'd say, you know, apart from the price, it's really Pete's rolls are done. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Chris, did you get this? Did you order this? No. Um, I, I love exclusives like this because then I don't feel like I need to buy them. I, I've got all, if not most of these figures. If, if I don't have it, I already have it on order with the, the, the Dark Trooper. I don't need something this specific of a scene. Um, and honestly, I'm starting to try and wean myself off of Mandalorian figures. Um, I really enjoyed season one, but Right now, I'm kind of a, I'm still watching the show. Don't question that. And I still, it's fine entertainment, but it's not something that I want to collect and spend my money on and give up space in my collection for. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, the Dark Troopers should balance out Grogu. So they're about the same as one figure each. So that's four figures. At the almost retail of 15 a piece, then all the flame effects and soft goods is another 15 equivalent, I guess. So, I mean, it, it's overpriced. It's not probably too bad. If you look at all the exclude, the, the box sets that they've been coming out recently, throwing flame effects in and charging nearly $30 for a figure. Um, I guess they count all those flame effects as like the cost of one figure. Yeah, it's it's just not for me. Jake, did you get? Did you order the set? Oh yeah, of course I ordered it. I'm uh, you know, I'm all in on three and three quarter. Um, I agree, it's a little pricey, but I'm starting to get. I mean, don't let Hasbro hear this, but I'm starting to get immune to it. It's just like it is what it is. Kind of like Matt. It's like I didn't even look at the price. I knew I needed it. I couldn't have told you what the price was before you guys started talking about it. It was just, but it was the first thing I went to when, you know, um, six o'clock rolled around East Coast time when it was time to buy things. Um, I, I enjoy these type of sets, but I remember when they were called battle packs and they would be twenty, twenty-five dollars for all of that, which was included and may have included even a speeder bike or a tauntaun on top of it. So, it is it is uh, a challenge that it's you know probably three times what it would have been a decade ago, but 
Oh, well, the times we're in. Um, so, but I'm looking forward to it. I like that we finally get the, uh, the variant pieces to, you know, Grogu's in cuffs and Mando has his, uh, you know, his, uh, Beskar ste- uh, spear and stuff. So, you know, that variants, buying variants was, I think we discussed it last show is, it was a lot, it was a lot more exciting when they were cheaper because you would then, you know, be happy to spend the money for the variant because it wasn't that much. So it's kind of hard though when you think about it. I'm paid 70 bucks for an alternative neck piece for the dark trooper and a spear and a pair of, uh, you know, flame effects and cuffs. So there is, you know, I, I, I didn't buy it as happily as I would have. If it was at a, cheaper price point but again is what it is all right and like i said i i passed on this i i just feel like the figures i have are close enough um you know last year they did the emperor throne room set i think right was that for paul yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and that had i i did get that because i like that throne came with it yeah it did feel like a an actual Something. Scene. It was Something like I mean, yeah, yeah. It was this, a diorama. I don't know. Also. If if you know if this was maybe based in the original like an original trilogy set, maybe I'd be more maybe more forgetting it. But uh, I'm gonna be fine without this one. Um. Okay. So let's move on. They showed us a whole selection of basic figures to choose from. We got Cassian Andor and Velsartha. Oh, and Hunter. So three new figures. Uh, Ryan, was this good? Wish they were shown more, probably. But what do you think? Always, always. Um, I, you know, I'm not TVC exclusive like say Chris or, or Jake kind of are, and so <clears throat> I'm always happy with everything. It's like, yay, I get more stuff. Oh, I have to spend more money, but. Um, I always like more TVC. You know, I, I've built my dioramas with TVC. I, I have a lot more with that. Um, and, um, you know, there's, there's decent stuff here. I was glad that we're getting, um, the Andor figure. Uh, this is the first they've showed us any, uh, any Andor stuff. Uh, so it was kind of nice to see that. The Bell Sartha, is that the last, the right name? We hadn't, um, we haven't seen much of her. She showed up in the fourth episode, so I'm assuming she's going to play, um, play more in uh, future episodes, just how they're building that up. The Hunter, they announced this as a uh, pipeline before, so it's nice to see this coming out. Hopefully we'll see the rest of the Bad Batch squad. be nice if they got him out in time for Season 2, which I guess is in January now. Um, did you include the Cantina Band in this, or no. we'll talk about that later? Alright, we'll talk about that later. Then. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I wish there was more, but... You know, I, got, I wasn't sure how much of Andor we were going to see in, in Vintage Collection, because we've seen, what, six or seven? Well, more than that now. Uh, probably close to ten Andor figures in Black Series, and so I was kind of hoping to see a little bit more in, in TVC. But, yeah, as you guys said just a little bit ago, it is what it is. And, uh, you know, if they keep giving me a product, I'll keep buying it, and I'm happy about that. Matt, what do you think? Um, Yeah, not a lot of stuff talk about a vintage collection like on the horizon. I'm glad we're getting the uh, Bat Batch um, in the scale 
Um, not surprising, but good to see. Uh, the Andor figures, like, yeah, like Ryan said, I assume that, um, Vel Sartha is going to become bigger. I hadn't watched episode four, um, uh, when this, you know, at the time of the presentation, so I didn't even know who she was. Um, you know, I saw it since then, but yeah, I get the vibe that she's a significant character, so that's fine. Uh, the one thing I really like the, you know, they created this Andor logo for the card back and the, the publicity shots that they put out are different than the ones they showed. And actually in the presentation, I think they talked about how their, the logo looked weathered and, you know, you know, part of that lived in universe. I thought those card backs looked really good. Um, you know, I'll give them credit. Sometimes like, like the Bad Batch logo is not at all creative. It's just sort of a, well, let's just make one that looks like the Empire Strikes Back logo that changed the words and the Andor, you know, they, they, it, it looks cool. So, um, I hope we get more figures, uh, from Andor. You know, you're going to get more figures for Bad Batch. So. Right. Uh, Chris? Yeah, so I was, um, surprised that Val, Val's Martha. Sartha. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, why, just having watched the first four episodes, I barely had seen her. I didn't even know what her character name was until I saw it in this, in the Hasbro panel. Um, cause they don't make it very obvious in the show. Um, and I just, I never kind of assumed that she was going to be a major character until I saw this figure coming along. I'm like, oh, well, I guess we're going to be spending a lot more time with her. And this is where the one I was like, I'd much rather seen Bix at this point. But then again, you know, we're really early in the series. So, um, it just felt like a weird choice, but I guess it's foreshadowing more time spent with her than with Bix. Perhaps. Um, the, the figure kind of looks a little boring, but so it's just it's all those muted colors, um, which is fine. Come with like an AK forty-seven. Yeah, it does seem like an AK forty-seven. That yeah. is my biggest problem with that <laughs> figure. It's just a straight G.I. Joe. They can Joe use the uh, Cobra off. They can use the Cobra officer accessory. Right. For it's and and that's been some of the complaints I've heard from Andor. I mean, I think the series is great. I love the pace. Mm. I love the that we don't have normal, typical Star Wars elements, but there is a lot of real world, like people eating with chopsticks and takeout, you know, containers, and people, uh, you know, using AK-47s and zippers on their jackets and stuff that is not typically seen in Star Wars. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm loving the series. It's fantastic. It's some of my favorite um, Star Wars, Disney-era stuff so far. Yeah. But moving on, you know, the hunter looks fine. He looks, all the grayness on his outfit makes him look more like an animated figure for some reason. Agreed. I don't know. Maybe he just needs like a black wash or something just to like dirty it up or something. It looks animated, not as realistic style as the the vintage collection normally is. But then again, you know. And that doesn't bother me because I'm not going to pick this up anyways. But, you know, it looks like a fine figure. Um, and then the Cassian, Cassian I ordered right away. No problem. You know, we need brothel Cassian <laughs> in our collection. 
Hey man, if this was 2022, we would have brothel bubble playsets that we would buy. <laughs> they really need to make those two security guards. <laughs> the dudes that got smoked? No, the uh, ones that are know. still alive. The ones that are still alive. Oh, I, I see what you're saying. The, the lead. Oh, well, they also need to get the ones that got shot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean, that's a trick with the, with the fat air. Yeah. 2023 Hascon exclusive, uh, security guys, yeah. Yep. I get it. Box set. I'm in on that. Scuffle at the brothel. There you Yeah. Go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jake? Yeah, I, uh. Of course, in? I pre-ordered, uh, you know, the two that we could, the Andor, uh, series. We talked about the gun on Veil bothers me, but, it's nice to kind of get a figure reveal almost, um, you know, before the character really shines, or if she even will shine, who knows, right? So that was kind of exciting. Um, I agree with Chris. I looked at Hunter, and I was like, wait, are they going to go animated in the vintage collection? And then once they took off the helmet, I was like, no, but the armor sure looks a little simple for uh, TVC. Um, so, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, we'll be getting all of these. Um, and then, uh, let's talk about the fact that, um, D. Bradley Baker revealed his hunter figure here, right? In the little, uh, mm-hmm. in the little subclip. And it seems like they were throwing it to Omega, the actress that does, uh, uh, the little character and saying, they're like, do you want to reveal something? No, no, no. We'll, we'll, we'll save it for another time. And since she already has a Black Series figure, I'm assuming Omega's coming in the vintage collection, because what else could she possibly be revealing, you know, that was significant to her. Yeah. So, yeah. so it seems like, you know, slowly but steady, uh, we're going to get some, you know, bad is, batch figures. Yeah. Is her six inch figure out yet? Oh yeah. Yes. It's been out for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. She said she was signing. Summer. Okay. So it is so weird. I actually don't, this is, I, I actually don't know if I have that or not. Now that I think about it, I don't remember. I don't remember seeing that one. That's the one that I didn't pre-order, but I said I'd probably buy if I saw it because I like mm-hmm. her character. Did um, you see it? I've not seen it yet. No, okay. I don't have it. No, so that's why I couldn't answer. I need to. Out or not. I need to do a better job of my inventory and get things straight because I'm starting to buy figures I already have and not even know it. And it's just I got. I need. To, I need to get my act together. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yep. I I like these figures. I pre-ordered them all. But here's the thing I have. Here's the thing that's 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 tripping me up is that you know they they hype these figures at the conventions. I buy them. I order them online, right? On at Hall, Pabro's Pulse or whatever. And then later the case becomes available and it'll ship sooner and I buy the case and then I can't remember what figure, you know, what I ordered from Hasbro Pulse and what I need to go back and cancel. And it's really hard to see on their site what you've ordered. Like you really got to dig in to yeah. each order. It's not. It's not easy to see what you've got with them. Pre-order tracking sheet. That's why you got to create the spreadsheet. Yeah. I know. You yeah, know, but it's when I see a spreadsheet, like I just think of work. I don't want more yeah. work. I just take the, <laughs> yeah, the email and send it and take them put them in. Yeah, I need to do that because. But, uh, these look really, you know, the, the three and three quarter inches starting to look better than the six inch in some ways, I think. 
some of the figures too. Yeah. Um, okay. It, it's and then, nice. It's nice to get three all new sculpts also revealed. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that, sure. that's that's one thing that, you know, as well, when you talk about the pipeline here, yeah, you know, they're, they're, <laughs> they're not they're not keen on all new sculpts. So, yeah. Um, and then we're getting another um, another troop builder pack. Uh, this time it's not really troops so much. It's the modal nodes. Uh, s- seven figure pack. Seven. Yeah. So they did it correctly. Yeah. It's eight eighty nine ninety nine, which I think is not bad. It's not great, but it's not horrible. Um, it's my pro one, one free figure if you bought yeah like, seven figure, yeah figure and that would probably now fifteen dollars more. The thing about this is, I think they told us they mentioned at at I think it was San Diego Comic Con that we would be able to get the whole band at some point. I didn't quite take I didn't take it literally as you they were putting a whole band in one pack, and so I ordered a bunch of. Uh, just uh, figure and Don figures. Same. So I'm kind of like I need to go back and cancel some of those because I don't. I, mean, I only need one carded version and then no loose version, I guess. Because well, I already got off. mine, so now I have a yeah. the next toy show. Right. So I think there's going to be a lot of people who are going to be canceling their extra or trying to sell their extra yeah. figure and Don figures now because um this kind of makes that. You don't really need it. Anyways, uh, Ryan, what do you think? Uh, I was excited about this. Um, I'm probably one of those that's going to go back and cancel my, I, I don't know how many I've ordered, but uh, I have a lot of Cantina Band members ordered, probably ten or more. Um, and I've had cool. I've four show up. But, um, so I will probably cancel a few. And... Um, I ordered two sets of these. Uh, I wanted to go ahead and get two sets. I do like my Cantina band. And, you're you're uh, going to make the Phantom Menace versions? No, no, no. I won't go that the, the stands. <laughs> but uh, I, uh, I, you know, as a musician, it was just like, I, I love this sort of stuff. So it's like yeah. the, the Black Series 1, I've got a full band going plus some extra. And uh, I plan on doing that for TBC. So this kind of helps to make it a little bit easier. I know some people are complaining about price at ninety bucks, but like I said, it's like buy six get one free, really. You know, for those of us who are planning on buying a ton of figure and dams, it's actually cheaper now to, to do this. So that was kind of nice. Um, I know it's like all the same figure, just with different accessories. But if you look at the other army builders, those were what about forty five bucks for four figures. So you were still looking at uh, you know over ten dollars per figure, definitely in there. So I, I don't know, maybe. I guess that was a little cheaper, but you know, it's I, I'm still pretty happy about it. So uh, I'm looking forward to this, and uh, hopefully they ship sooner than later. Oh yeah, uh, Matt, what do you think? I love it. Um, I you know I've got a Cantina diorama. That's one of the dioramas that I have maintained over the years, and so this will be the first figures that I can add to that in a while. Um, you know, it's been a while since we got a cantina-based, you know, anybody. Uh, so I can swap out those old Power of the Force 2 band members that I've got piled in there now. Uh, they look good. Uh, it's convenient to get them all at once and have all the instruments and set them up. So, yeah, I ordered a couple of sets as well, uh, like Ryan. And, uh, you know, I'll be happy when it shows up. It'll be the first one of these 
white box troop builder things that I'm actually going to open. So, um, that'll be cool. So, you know, well done. Chris, are you getting this set? I am still sitting on the fence about this one. I have three on order right now um, of just the basic parted figure. I don't need seven of these guys, but some of the musical instruments I would love to have are only in this set. Uh, so it's... Yeah, it's, it's, I don't need a seven-member band. It's just I don't have the space in my cantina for, for seven members of the band. They'll take up half of the cantina. But it's, it's a great set for anyone who's going for movie accurate get all of them. But I would have rather seen, like, the three or four instruments we don't have with four figure and dad figures rather than all seven, you know, but th- th- that's just fitting my personal needs as a collector. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just don't want to spend over $100 to have one parted and seven loose. But I may end up doing it anyways. So. Uh, Jake, what do you think about this? I was just trying to figure out if they mentioned anything about any paint deco changes between the characters at all. Because if you remember the 12 inch line, yeah, that Hasbro did in Power of the Force two days, remember they had different, uh, you know, highlights and moles and stuff on them. To did kind they of, really? Yeah. I never noticed that. To differentiate. It's very, very, very minor differences. But yeah. yeah. But they are, wow. they are different. Now I wasn't sure because, you know, I was just thinking of troop builder packs in the past. They've normally given you like a white trooper, a black trooper, an orange trooper, you know, um, That'd be interesting if they did some different highlights just across the board, or if it's just going to be the straight same figure. Um, yeah, I absolutely ordered this. Again, I was not expecting it to be the whole band. I expected it to be the rest of the band. So that's why I ordered three, because the first one came with three instruments. I'm like, okay, I'll get the other ones when the multi-pack comes out. And now we have a bunch of Bith. So, um, but yeah, I mean, more like this, right? I mean, get the whole set at once that's awesome let's let's do that with more things that we're uh that we're missing right uh, i think that would be awesome um to do um but unfortunately gentlemen i do have to run it is the witching hour i gotta run some kids home um okay. but i'm super excited about the all new figure in the pipeline obviously you'll know which one it is and uh, I'm looking forward to hearing your speculation about the Endor Bunker. And if you guys thought that Patrick was hinting at something else to go with that bunker, perhaps a Hazlab or something. It seems like he was kind of biting his cheek on something when he was mm. talking about the Endor Bunker. So um, I have my, I know what my dream Endor, you know, Hazlab would be or major playset. So I'm looking forward to hearing to it. But thanks for having me as always, gentlemen, and uh, you guys have a great night. All right. Take care, Jake. See ya. Okay. Okay. Next, pipeline reveals for the vintage collection. Uh, there were a lot. Most of them were repaints. Um, here we go. In the pipeline, Return of the Jedi Darth Vader with removable helmet. Weequace gift guard. Jabba's Palace woof. Yak Face, Nikto Skiffguard, 
Kathabas gift card. The Book of Boba Fett Tusken Warrior. Hauser. Is it from the Bad Batch or Clone Wars? I think it's Bad Batch, right? You guys know? No, uh, I don't Batch. think... Clone Wars. It's Bad Batch. <laughs> Bad Batch? Uh, yeah, I think my notes are wrong. It's, it's Bad from Batch. It's that, that four-pack of Bad Batch figures, and they mislabeled him in that Yeah, They labeled it wrong, and yeah. In, in, yeah. So, Bad Batch Hauser with corrected card back, which is be corrected from the Amazon release, which had the incorrect name. And then also in the pipeline is an indoor bunker playset. They just showed us photos, so I mean most of this stuff is repacks. I guess some of them are needed, some of them I'm not so sure about. Uh, uh Ryan? Pipeline, what's your thoughts? I know a lot of people out there are like another Darth Vader and Vintage, didn't we just get another one? which, of course, is an awesome Vader, but at the same time, the thing that excites me is this could be filling something that some of us have wanted since uh, we were kids, and that is a removable helmet um, Darth Vader on vintage card. And I know we've had Vaders with a removable helmet on vintage cards, but to have the card back reflect that with the the Anakin reveal and all that sort of stuff, I have long looked forward to that. It'd be even cooler if they package it like the vintage stuff and put the helmet up above, like they did with like the Leia Bosch or the, the Lando mm-hmm. skiff, I think that'd be so cool. Um, and I mean, they could use a lot of the parts from the Kenobi Vader and, and cause that's such an awesome Vader as it is. Um, the rest of these, I mean, a whole bunch of re-release of Jabba's palace. Uh, that's a lot of pass for me. Uh, there's no difference to these. I don't need them. I'm assuming this is like, you know, we've been getting those re-release waves and I guess they're kind of, rolling into the, the normal line or whatever now. Um, definitely not stuff I need, but like Yakfa or, or Weekway is a, is a good one. I know you could always use more of them, and uh, it was a really good figure, so it's a good one to get out there. Same with uh, Woof, and I called him Klaatu and Barada, because that's what I'm used to, but it's, it's Woof and um, Githbop. And uh, the Tuscan Warrior, uh, this is really cool. I, have, I did a 3D printed, it's more a vintage style, of this figure for my three and three quarters, but it'll be nice to get an actual one. I'm hoping it looks really cool. The Endor bunker, I'm really excited about. Um, I've always loved Endor, especially, I love Return of the Jedi, I love the Endor stuff. And I've got that Power of the Force 2 one as part of my Endor diorama, but to get a bigger one, maybe with an interior, um, with more to it, you know, I am really looking forward to this. I've always liked the Endor bunker, I've liked the look of it. When they released that first set, I know it's not that great of a set. I still loved it because we finally got an indoor bunker. Um, you know, it'd be interesting to see, is this going to be like our $50 play sets like we've been getting with the Cantina and and the um, uh, Freezing Chamber? Or is this going to be more like the Book of Boba Fett Throne Room, like a huge play set type of thing that'll be you know, 250 bucks or something? Um, I'm interested to see that, but I, I was excited about that. I, I wasn't even thinking like a place out of this, and so that that does get me excited. Yeah, uh, Matt, what do you think about the pipeline? Um, it's uh, not horribly exciting, but it makes sense. Um, yeah, um, I had not thought that maybe the Vader would be you know, a different card back for Return of the Jedi or just for a, a vintage original trilogy Darth Vader. So if that's it, okay, that's great. I'm excited about that. Um, all of the Java guys that we've gotten in the not-too-distant past, uh, I guess it's 
so that we can populate the Jabba's palace. That's the only thing that really makes sense. Um, unless they're going to be, you know, new figures or, you know, supposedly new figures, but I doubt that's going to be the case. So, but, you know, we'll wait and see, uh, what they do with that. Uh, the Tuscan Raider, the Hauser, fine. The Hauser thing makes sense. Tuscan Raider, okay, good. We, we don't have a whole lot of Book of Boba Fett figures on the vintage collection, and this is a weird one to be one of the early ones. Um, but, okay. Uh, you know, you gotta start someplace. Uh, the Bunker, I really hope it's not one of those $50 play sets that we've been getting, which work for Yavin, and even work, you know, and for the Carbon Freeze Chamber. I want something more elaborate. I mean, I was thinking about it. We don't actually know a whole lot about the interior of the bunker. There's that, that one room where he, Han, you know, knocks Ben Burt over the railing. Um, but everything else I know about the interior of the bunker, I know from like Lego Star Wars, not from the actual movie. We never saw it. Um, but it would be good if we got some interior portion of it rather than just a couple facades with sliding doors that can attach to one another. Um, but I'm worried that might be what we're getting. Uh, the only good thing about that would be that they tend to pack a new figure in there with it, so there'd be another new figure which we could, you know, forward to getting, which would probably be a indoor trooper or somebody like that. A new sculpt. Uh, but we'll see. Um, see where they're going. It's nice that they're, you know, keeping up with the play sets, and it's certainly going to be a year of Return of the Jedi, that's for sure. Chris? Uh, yeah, um, I'm encouraged that the likeness they showed is of that of Sebastian Shaw for the removable helmet Vader. Um, I know I asked at last celebration, asked them directly if they had my question was more specific to doing a spirit of Anakin Skywalker for the original 96. And my question was, would they be allowed to use a likeness of Sebastian Shaw? And they said, yes. So I'm hoping this isn't going to be an Anakin looking Vader. Um, Cause that's not what he looks like in return of the Jedi. So, uh, yeah, a new card back that reflects, you know, without his helmet on, that'd be awesome. That's just another nice addition to the line. Uh, I'm assuming it'll be a retooling of the Dark Times Vader sculpt, uh, just modifying what needs to be modified for Jedi. So that's a good choice. Um, the Weequay, Wolf, Skifgar, uh, Nikto, and Kibatha. I, I did an eBay search on every single one of those, and they all go for absolutely ridiculous amounts. I mean, plus or minus a little bit, but in the neighborhood of $100 a piece. And these were mostly all loose I was finding listings for. I wasn't finding listings for carded at all on eBay. So I was shocked how much those are going for. Yakface does not demand much of a premium yet. He hasn't, it hasn't been that long since he was out. I don't think he's that hard to get your hands on. So I'm a little shocked to see him in the list. I like him. I like the character. It's a good figure. It just seems weird that it seems a little soon to get him as a uh, a, a refresh. And then uh, the bunker. Yeah, I have no idea where they're going with that thing. 
uh, whether we're talking inside. It'd be kind of cool to get that inside room where they're setting the debt charges. But, you know, I'd also like the outside, but I would also don't want it excessively large because I just, I don't know where I would display it. So, I don't know. It's, I, there's so many different ways they could go with it. I'm not sure. Do you have a Power of the Force 2 bunker? No, 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 I don't. Because I've used that one for years, since, what, 98 when it came out, I think? Yeah. And I've always been fine with it. It makes a good display piece. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, the only pro- the only thing I don't like about it is that the doors are kind of they don't stay on very well, and that tree thing it came with I have I cannot figure out what that is. It's just so bizarre. Just, uh, it's such a bizarre piece, the little tree branch thing. Yeah, it's like it's maybe supposed to be an Ewok trap or something, but I'm not sure. I don't think they knew it. I don't think they knew it when they made that piece. But beyond that, Vader, the one that I'm probably the most excited for is the Tuscan Warrior. I mean, of all the Tuscans in the the show, that's the one I wanted as a figure made. And I'm actually planning on buying this one, even though I'm not necessarily the biggest fan of that series. I like this character design. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited about that one coming. And then I mean, they're just re-releasing Hauser just to correct the card back. It seems excessive. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It, it, I, I don't understand that repack. It's just... Mm-hmm. So I, like you, hope that it's a Sebastian Shaw um, head, head face that they use it every I will be disappointed. It would have to be. Why? Why would it have to be? Because some of the other ones they've. Well, some uh, there are many. Yeah, but there's there's removable helmet Vader's where they're. It looks way more. Um, looks way more Hayden. Hayden. Well, I mean, I would. I I hope you're right. I hope it. I think it has to be. Card back, you know. I know. I know. I just wouldn't be surprised. It, you're right. It has to be. It has to be. And um, the Dark Times Vader is such a good figure. Any way they want to repurpose that figure, I'm happy with. I will gladly rebuy that that one over and over. That figure is just so good. It is so good. Yeah. Yep. I hope they do all every Vader from every movie, every TV show with that with that. Uh, Sculpt that body. Um, so Jake said that he felt like maybe Patrick was saying there might be more to the Endor bunker or something else might be coming with it. I didn't read that, but did you guys? No, I didn't read that. I, I didn't know. get that, but I'm assuming speeder bikes are going to be coming, and that's the only thing that really that they are. ATST yeah. interacts with it. Oh, yeah, I, I, I mean, they I hope there's the not ATST in charge two hundred dollars. I, I really don't want that. I won't buy it. If they put it under ATSD, I've got enough. I, I will not buy it. Even if it's in a vintage box, I won't buy it. No, I, I, I have enough. You're going to find several speeder bikes if they get around to re-releasing those. Yeah. It if, would be yeah. nice. Yeah. So they told us, you know, we're getting a new a new version of the speeder bike. They told us at the last convention. So that's good. But I don't want another ATSD. ATSD. Honestly, that was it that is that legacy collection we got the last speeder bike? 
Mm-hmm. It was yeah, and they never re-released it. Then years yeah. ago, yeah. Yeah. You think they, they used part of it. Yeah, the, uh, the ad out. I don't want that either. I, yeah, like, I'm like good. How much would that Falcon? be now? Uh, seven hundred dollars. That would be four hundred dollars. Four hundred, like oh, a Falcon, yeah. 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 I don't want that either. I no. mean, I'm, I would be happy for people who want one, who don't, who haven't been able to get one, and I, I'm not against them releasing it. I just wouldn't buy another one for me. Ewok Village has land. That'd be cool. That, I would be very in on that. I'd be intrigued. I have the ability to make really nice Ewok Village trees myself. But I would be interested in what they could come up with, but it would not be a guaranteed purchase for me. I have the Kickstarter one, the, the Space Trees one from, gosh, five, six, seven years ago now, and that was pretty cool. But yeah, I'd love to see them revisit Ewok Village. I mean, the thing that I would love that would go with the bunker, and it will never, ever, ever be made, is the landing platform for the shuttle that oh, the cool. ADAC can walk up oh. to. You know, it's elevated and all. That would be great, but they would never make that. No. No. Okay. Um. Okay, they showed us a couple role play items. I think they just, these are pipelines. They didn't actually write pipeline reveals. Uh, the FX Elite Luke Luke Skywalker green lightsaber. Molded after his appearance in The Mandalorian. Now, does, is his lightsaber any different in The Mandalorian than it is in Return of the Jedi? I don't think so. So I don't, I don't know where they're going with that. But there's that. And then the... Um, um, clone, clone Trooper, trooper Phase 2 helmet. Which looks... Uh, I, I love those helmets. Me too. Did they? Yeah. So, did they do the phase one? No, I haven't done any clones at all. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, they Ryan, do really well, especially if they do just a plain white one. People would get them and repaint them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they could well, sell... Well, they'll do a and white one, and then they'll them. do all, all sorts. They'll do a Rex, they'll do, you know. Yeah. I prefer the phase two over the phase one. Me too. Me too. I like Phase One. I'd buy a Phase One. You're so weird, man. <laughs> I know. I'm. I'm always the. Doesn't like Return of the Jedi. Likes Phase One clone helmets. Jeez. Yeah. Black sheep of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I like the the Luke lightsaber. I'll get that. Uh, I like these Elite FX sabers, and they, you know, the Luke, the Luke Jedi lightsaber that I have was like the very first one. That came out, you know, in 2005, 2004, back when it was a master replicas thing. So, oh, yeah. you know, certainly time to update that. I have been limiting my helmet purchases to just helmets from the original trilogy, but I like Phase 2 Clone Trooper enough that I might get that. Because that's, that's a good one. Um. And that was kind of the end of the end of the program for Star Wars. No Haslab, but you know, after the last two, ha- the last two have failed. Like two Star Wars Haslabs have failed. That seems like that's kind of mind-boggling to me. But there, 
You know, yeah. well, that, they that, failed two in a row. Yeah. Um, I think they should just bring it back to the vintage collection for Haslabs. Yeah. I was kind of hoping... I was kind of hoping they would show us the, um, the Naboos, the, the Mandalorians, um, N1. I was hoping we would see that in some form. That would have been cool, yeah. TVC, most, mostly I was hoping for. Yeah, but that, I mean, something like that should be released in conjunction with the release of season three, I mean. Yeah, yeah. maybe that's it. I but mean, if they, they showed just it. I don't know what to do, because how much would that be? They did a, a good one. Uh, $200. You know, it would be 150 I would think, at least. I mean, Wait, yeah, I, I think 200 if, if the X-Wings these days are 100 bucks, and that's an old mole, mm-hmm. you know, it would be... I think they're scared of that. I don't think they can do it over $100. That's insane. Um, I think it'd be 150 150 sounds about right, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if Slave One's 150, and I think I think they I think Slave it should just be they could put it on Hasbro Pulse only. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. That, because no. otherwise, otherwise retail either won't carry it or people will just wait for it to go on clearance. And that's then, a fifty dollar vehicle tops. Uh, and, Chris, I think we're living ten years ago, dude. In two thousand ten. Yeah. Two thousand ten. That would have been. Twenty-five, thirty. <laughs> uh, no, it was fifty. Bucks Let's not get crazy. The redo that they did what was it two thousand twelve of that. That was like, oh, maybe it was thirty million bucks. But of the yeah. Nabu. Yeah, I mean that thing's yeah. tiny. It's, it's like half the size of an X-wing, and has less no, moving pieces. Same length as an X-wing. Yeah, it's this X-wing. It's it's pretty close to the same length. <sighs> and there's a lot of detailing to put on it if they do it right. Mm-hmm. A and lot, a lot more than the next week. Oh, and then, then they would need to pack Hello and some pit droids with. That them. is, that would be a good way to get her out because I don't, I, I really want her as a figure, and that would be a perfect way to get her out without you know making her a peg warmer somewhere. That would be great. Yeah, it would be great. Okay. We we need vehicles. Yeah, we do. We do. Um, Matt, any final thoughts on the presentation? Anything? Uh, it was fine. You know, uh, hour of Saturday afternoon. The Indiana Jones stuff, uh, surprisingly interesting. Um, but I guess this is, you know, they'll trickle some stuff out, I guess, but in what celebration might be the next... Well, Toy toy Fair's now in the fall. We've got New York so I don't know Comic-Con, when the next right? big event's gonna be. New so, York. New York Comic-Con. Are they giving a presentation at Comic-Con? I don't know. New York Comic-Con. Don't they usually? They do. Next week. Yeah, it's next weekend. New York Comic-Con is? New York. Is it really? Oh, wow. I'm. I did not know that. So, so maybe not. Whatever. Maybe not. Well, that would be maybe a good s- chance to roll out more Cassian Andor stuff. <laughs> yeah, from from episode five. <laughs> <laughs> I bet 
that I bet Hasbro hasn't seen much past episode four. I I they really keep Hasbro in the dark. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Ever since that leaked Ray, I think they've just been on a tight leash. Yeah. Uh, Ryan? Final thoughts? Overall, I thought it was, it was pretty good. I, as always, I always just want more. And at San Diego Comic-Con, we got quite a bit announced there. And, you know, how's it working to space more of this out so we get things that, you know, I'm surprised there's no <clears throat> and or Tuesdays or something with the product being announced right now. But maybe because there's 12 episodes, they're going to wait till like, episode 6 or 7 to start that. Um... And, you know, if New York Toy Fair is going to be here in the fall, we don't, that's new this year that way. We don't know how that's going to work. So we'll, we'll see how that all works. Um, I mean, the indie stuff, I, I was very happy. Uh, I, I thought they showed more than I thought they would. I figured they'd show like, uh, a couple figures. I didn't expect the Mission Fleet style line. Um, I kind of had a suspicion about like the premium roleplay type stuff. Um, and I already knew about the retro line, but it was, uh, I, I was happy with it and I was happy with how much they showed us and I'm really looking forward to that stuff. It's, you know, the, the nice thing about Indiana Jones is we're looking at all new stuff. It's much like Andor or when we had Obi-Wan. When you get brand new figures you've never had before, it's always exciting than the fifth version of, you know, this, this character in this outfit type of thing. Um, so that, that's kind of nice with, with Indiana Jones for sure because everything's going to be new there. Um, overall, I mean, the whole PulseCon thing, hype guys were terrible. I know we've talked about that, and it was just painful to listen to any of that. Um, I know Jake made the passing reference to Serpentor when uh, it was clear these guys had no clue what they were actually talking about, um, which is unfortunate. I, I think they could get hype guys who actually knew something about some of the product, but, um, the presentations in general, they followed a lot of the same formats. They'd have, like, celebrity interviews that apparently you can go watch later. I don't know if anybody's watched any of those celebrity interviews. And, and, uh, but you can watch the whole thing, and there's usually something revealed within those. Um, I, You know, I watched some of the other panels where they'd go, like, Transformers talked about where they do, like, a Magic the Gathering type card game with Transformers and... So, you know, just, when I see stuff like that, it makes me think of Star Wars Angry Birds, but that's mostly because I sat through that panel at San Diego Comic Con that year, so. Um, I, I always look at that, like people, like, well, they didn't show this in Star Wars. I'm like, yeah, but we didn't sit through an hour of Star Wars Angry Birds, so that's always, a- anything's better than that. Um, overall, I'm helping. I, I, I think the most exciting thing was the pipeline reveals. There was a lot of really cool stuff that they said that come out, which I really look forward to seeing. A lot of what they showed, I mean, <clears throat> see the <clears throat> the Andor figures, but like I said, the the outfits aren't that exciting on those. Uh, but it's still cool to get new figures of those. Um, overall, yeah, it was all right. This is probably about what I expected, to be honest. And uh, you know, Hasbro's doing a pretty good job, and I I get a kick out of people like, oh, Mattel should do this. Anybody who says Mattel should take the Star Wars license. Go look at the humans in the Jurassic Park line and their, and their Hammond collection, which are supposed to be the premium figures they charge 15 bucks for. The likenesses are nowhere near what we get on, on TBC. Um, they're, they're nothing. Absolutely nothing compared to it. So, um, and McFarlane, same thing. You can look at that and, I mean, yeah, they charge 20 bucks for their Batman figures or whatever, but they're like, it's the same molds over and over and over again. And then you yeah. can do that with a lot of superhero stuff. 
Um, I think people are kind of fooling themselves. I think Hasbro's probably the best company to run this stuff. Um, I agree. They're not perfect, but you know, you're not going to find a corporation that is. If anybody's I, worked for a corporation, knows that they're not perfect. Yeah, I remember back in two in 2014 when you remember when they started doing a lot of five POA figures that were yeah very subpar. Yeah, <laughs> I when those started to come out. At that time, I was saying maybe it is time for Hasbro to let this go and, and let a company that is more interested do the toys. But I think they've come a long way since then, and I oh yes, I think they're the right. You know that was that must have just been a weird time for them. I don't know that 2014 era. Uh, I think just a bad era for start for figures. Like the Black Series figures look terrible. The three and three quarter five POA figures, most of them look terrible. I don't know what it was about that year, but <laughs> I honestly think that's the transition that when Hasbro finally said this isn't a kids line, this is a collector line. Mm-hmm. Um, it was after that we started tapping more towards collectors and talking to people as collectors, and um, I think that five POA stuff was an attempt to be more of a kid line. Yeah, and it did get a lot better. Like, it got a lot better. But that... Rebels-era figures were not bad. No. Well, by the time we got to the sequel stuff, like especially into, um, uh, like, Solo and that, I mean, they looked pretty good. Yeah, they were five feet away, but they still looked good. But, But, like, remember when that Lando skiff guard came without a removable helmet? Yeah. Yeah. That was... Well, I'm looking at that... Of that horrible um, Luke X-wing right now. I'm like, yeah, you know I awesome. have those figures packed away. I don't. I, I don't even have access to them right now. But I. I actually should pull those out. We could do a whole show about 2014 and how weird because it <laughs> it's a weird year for toys. It is, and and part of that I think was they had some plans set, and then Disney came along and bought Lucasfilm, and they had to change mm-hmm. a lot too. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think there was a lot. I, that mean, happened. You, I mean, you talked about that. Angry Birds presentation, Ryan, and I sat through <laughs> Celebration Europe. I mean, the whole franchise, you know, you go back to right before the Disney, remember Celebration, whatever it was, in 2012, which was like a month before the Disney announcement? Yeah, that's what Jason they said, that they were going to say Star Wars is dead. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I actually thought that was the last year of Star Wars. <laughs> that was the video game year, you know? It's like, this is the future that is 11... Whatever it was, one one three eight. You know, the live action show was never gonna happen, and the toys were just in the same rut. So, at that celebration of 2012, there was like a big ceremony at the end where they said there'd be a big announcement. And I did tell, you know, I told my wife, and I probably told a bunch of people, like I thought the big announcement was gonna be George Lucas was gonna come out and tell everyone to go home. Star Wars is done. He's done. Star Wars is done. Yeah. Well, it felt that way. But then a few months later, it sold to Disney. So from his point of view, it was done. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Chris, I missed you. What was your final thoughts on the San Diego? Yeah, kind of a mixed bag. Um, There wasn't a lot of... Not San Diego, I'm sorry, Hasbro PulseCon. Yeah, PulseCon. Um, there just wasn't much shown for the Vintage Collection. Some interesting stuff may be coming down the pipeline, but again, we're not really sure what we're getting with that, so 
I'm looking at my list of pre-orders, and it's starting to get really thin. And there's just not a lot on the horizon right now for the vintage collection. And so it, it feels like there's been a big slowdown, and I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I mean, I'm original trilogy and just dabble in a handful of other things. So, um, when I don't, when I just got five original 96 figures, which I'm totally thrilled and psyched and excited, you know, happy to have. But now I'm looking at what's left going forward and I just don't see a lot coming. So. Yeah, they didn't make any mention of um, finish the 96 this time. That's true, they didn't. Usually they mention that. Yeah. For the last two years, I think, they've been mentioning that at almost every convention. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously they have a brand new property, but again, it's two figures. And, yeah. I mean, how many did we get from Kenobi? Three? Oh, TVC. I was going to say there was like 13 Black Series, yeah. But. Yeah, yeah, Black Series has got all the figures. Well, and the retro, the retro. The retro Kenobi figures than TVC. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's like that. There's a TVC, like, three-pack or four-pack coming, too, that's uh, Kenobi. Yeah. yeah. Well, look, this, Book of yeah. Boba Fett, we have two. Yeah. Do we yeah. even have two? I mean, we've got Finnick Shan, and do we actually have a Boba Fett from Book of Boba Fett? Oh, yeah. We have that deluxe one. The deluxe one, the I deluxe. believe, is Book of Boba Fett, yeah. Yeah. I, that, that, uh, the Boba Fett that comes with the Slave one, I... They better put that on a single card, because I do not want to buy another Slave one. Well, <laughs> I'm looking to get a uh, Anton Merrick, because I don't want to open my carded version from the X-Men. Well, that's why I bought Yeah, that's it. another one. Yeah. All right, it's uh, getting late. Yeah. Probably wrap it up. Um, thanks for being on the show. Ryan, thanks for... Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for being here. Let's see if uh, Lola wants to say something here. Hold on. Let's see if I can get this thing to work. There we go. Lola's going to say something. There you go. I don't know if she shuts up, though, so. <laughs> There's no off switch. Is she like for Baca? Um, it is an interactive thing. Ask Yoda. I, I, you know, the, the weird thing is, like, the instructions, they, they're just like, touch it, talk to it, um, you know, that, that a clap. It doesn't, like, tell you anything to actually do with it or anything. So I think I figured out how to turn it off, though, so that makes me feel happy. But, uh, Does it I have don't know. evil Lola mode? Uh, no, not that I found yet. It keeps having the blue eye. We never get the red eye, so that'd be cool if I discover that. But, All right. yeah, thanks for having us, Jason. It's been good to talk about this again. From this week in Star Wars, Matt. Thanks, Matt. Oh, it's always fun. I look forward to carrying on with more Power of the Force 2. Mm-hmm. That is probably the next show. I think that's where we're headed. Wave whatever. Wave 3-ish. Chris, thanks for being on. Yeah, great to be talking Star Wars. Just, just talking to you guys more often. So, good times. All right. For Galaxy of Toys, this is Jason saying goodnight, but not goodbye. Just one more round, friend. 
Then homeward bound, friend, don't forget me in your dreams. Just one more song, friend, and then so long, friend. The nights get shorter, it seems. Just one more rhyme, friend. Yes, it's a crime, friend. But you know time, friend. Time can fly. So it's good night, friend. Good night, but not goodbye.